What? Joe. <laughs> We're off to a roaring start here. Uh, welcome into the Rad Dad Podcast, episode 26. Zach, Joe, York. We are here. We got Vegas, Florida, 1-1 in the second. Joe, I thought that they had played more than two games by now, but apparently not. Um, like not, that been, not that I've been dialed into uh, the Stanley Cup, but I turned it on and thought that it was going to be 2-1 or 3-0, but here we are. So um, we got a loaded slate here for us. The docket is full. We've got uh, plenty of things to talk about here on episode 26. Coming off a uh, couple good couple good sods, as York would say. Um, so we're um, looking we're forward to... Uh, huh? We're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're making moves. Um, sure, you did a little hydrating there, or uh, what do we got yeah, going I played, on? I, I played in a scramble, so, you know, there were a couple of beers that were had, so just kind of uh, kind of hydrating, making sure I'm in a good spot. I guess you know, I'll speaking be, uh, of oh hello speaking of speaking of hydrating and um if you're if you had any thoughts of growing a beard for the summer don't even fucking think about it cuz now Michael Felder is in the building um probably the best beard on Twitter on any podcast any place you get your college football Michael welcome in appreciate you joining us man how we doing Oh, we're You're also from, muted. So we're, we're coming out the gate on mute. I love it. <laughs> it's on brand as fuck. Yeah, dude. Hey, man, listen, I look, I do this for a living. I still don't know how to how any of this shit works. <laughs> um, Speaking of on brand, he, he came out of the gates with the Bud Light, too, man. Hey, but I got water. It. I got, listen, I'm, hey, water, I'm, a, I'm a water boy. <laughs> okay, wait. So I was going to make a liquid death joke. Are you off the liquid death now? No, I'm not off the liquid death. I just, okay. um, I, I, liquid death is like, I did, I can do two of those a day. Then the rest for me, I got to do like Deer Park and whatever. I, I've got a very, do you guys want to hear about this or not? Yeah, go for yes. it. Let's have, let's have it. 1000%. Uh, I have this system for how much water I drink over the course of the day. And I start with two liquid deaths, which gives me 16, 17 and 17 ounces of water a day. And then I do basically like a deer park like this, but you can see down here it's frozen. And I refill this, I refill this two times and I drink all of that. And that's going to get me, that gets me a bunch. And then I have another one. It's in the freezer right now. I have another one, and that gets me to what you're supposed to be drinking in a day in water. Like I have a system. Was that what eighty ounces? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. <laughs> I can't remember if it was like sixty or eighty, like what you're supposed to drink. Like yeah. to whoever makes those rules up. I'm drinking almost a gallon of water a day. There you go. Yeah, because I have four of these, so I go four of these a day. Plus the two liquid deaths, and that's what I'm. That's what that's what your boys doing. So you so don't back so up you, to the liquid death. What is liquid death? What am I missing? It's water, dude. It's just water well, I, in a can. I'll, okay, well, all right, cool. They have, they have flavors, but it's, kind of, it's, kind of, it's like Gatorade in a can. Like it's just better. It's 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 Gatorade in a can was amazing, and mm-hmm. they don't make that anymore. But liquid death, yes, it's just water in a can. But the cool thing about the can is you can't put the top back on, so you got to drink it. That's a that's a good point. 
Yeah, you got to drink it. So what are we talking about tonight, fellas? All right, we got we got a full slate. I, I did want to I, I did want to jump in here. This is a dad podcast primarily, but we talk about a lot of shit. But um, I was gonna say first off, probably I think this is a good topic, but just like monotonous dad stuff everyday schedule stuff that like you absolutely just love doing because I've got a long list, but I know that you take pride in, 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 in being a a rad dad. You kick it off and I can fill it in. I mean, if we're, we're all four, we got four dads. Is that right? Four dads. Four dads. Four dads. First off, let's go around the horn, baby. Cause I'm, I'm into it and we can hop in when we hop in. Yeah. I, 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 I tell people this all the time. No hesitation. Laundry, and dishes that's my shit and i yeah. basically do it every day with yeah. two kids you're doing laundry every day you're doing the dishwasher every day well can we just that's, can i call time out because i don't yeah. know the answer how many kids do we all have because i have only one which is a completely that means we got one two three four five six seven yeah <laughs> york's york's the raddest of all he has three Ooh. i have i have two and then joe is Joe I'm, is I'm new off. to the game. I'm new to the game. I'm seven weeks in. Ooh, new to the game. Very new. I'm, I'm surviving so far. So we'll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, and so Zach, you said laundry and dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I dishes. I I, I love doing both of them. I, I think that there is no bigger like for me personally. Both of those are passive chores. Because I use a dish, I have a dishwasher and I have a laundry machine. Yeah. Like I'm not out there beating clothes on a stone trying to get them (laughs) clean. Like they're two passive chores. The hardest thing you have to do is put the dishes in and then take them out. And then you have to put the laundry in and then fold it and put it away. So I love those two passive chores. It's been a little bit different because my wife, uh, my wife is a stay at home mom right now. And my wife, who I love dearly. And (laughs) <laughs> literally like she she took over some of the dishes stuff or excuse me the laundry stuff when we moved to chicago and then when we moved back she kept doing the laundry but i picked up a little bit more laundry but i agree i love doing laundry and i the biggest thing for me with laundry is like i just like my kid had her clothes are so small that drives me nuts <laughs> yeah right yeah, like you, you basically just like it's like one fold for everything. Where like adult clothes, you you fold t-shirts a certain way. Yeah, like button downs a certain way, pants a certain way. With kids, it's just like here, take it, put it in the basket. Well, my problem um, is when I have like so I, when I'm folding like little, I have two girls, you know, yep, younger that are th- or four and six, mm-hmm. but they're still so small. Like I literally have to look at each article of clothing. And see what size it is. So I which one goes with which? Yes, that, I mean it, it's the matching product. Which I'm, I'm a single dad, so like I have to do it all myself. You know, yeah, on the limited basis that I do. But it, it is still every single day. And but with three kids that just love to change clothes constantly, <laughs> they never stop changing clothes. Like, Daddy, I'm changing clothes. I was like, we're about to go to bed. So like, there's no sense in it. So if you can just put your jammies on, we can move on. But like, I know yeah. but it's, it's dress yeah. time. Can I? Can I ask a question? Yeah, man, go for it. You've got you've got you've got two daughters, right? Yeah. So here's the crazy thing to me. My kid, she will she changes underwear every single time <laughs> she changes clothes. I do gotta it stay, like a, a, gotta a stay fresh morning 
nap time. No. There's no accidents, which is great. But my problem is right. it's after bath break. All right, I'm trying to teach them to dress yourself. Yeah. You know where your stuff is, get your stuff. Sure. But then later on, we're about, you know, two hours or an hour or so after bath time. And she's like, he's she's like, Daddy. I had to put underwear on again. Then she just takes off running. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're so we're 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 living in a parallel world where in my world, my kid will get a new underwear on. And after she takes a bath, so she if she takes a bath at, that she takes a bath at night, new underwear to pajamas, fantastic. But then in the morning, she's like, Oh, I need new underwear for this. And I'm like, Well, you need new underwear for what? Did something happen I don't know about? <laughs> and it's then somebody, somebody at school's gonna know. I gotta have to And then when she if she has like swim lessons or something, she's like, I got dad, make sure you put the underwear in there. And I'm like, You need new underwear again? You were in a pool. <laughs> that's a big bath. That's that's where you pee. <laughs> you pee all at the same time. Okay, so I didn't mean to derail us, but like the so you you mentioned the mundane things. So what do we have? We got so so what have you found? What is it, Joe? Joe? Yes. So what is what have you found so far? You said you're only seven weeks in, right? Yeah, seven weeks in. So there there's there's very little outside of like changing the diaper, feeding, listening to ungodly sounds come out of a child that is like, yeah. you know, very sounds. But uh, you sounds know, are the best part. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> wild. I don't understand how a seven week old child can sound like a 70 year old man at some yeah. points in time. It freaks me out sometimes. But I mean, as boring as it sounds, you know, anything I can do to help to help mom out, you know, to help yeah. my wife out and just kind of give her a little bit of a break because she's the same thing around. She's a teacher. So she's off for the summer. So it's kind of that constant where she's just with him all the time and dealing with yeah. him much more than I am. So if I can take them and Hey man, change them, feed them, burp them, do whatever. Yeah. Now I will say when you know that that diaper is a certain way, you, you kind of feel like a hero sometimes. You're like, "Hey, let let me get this one. Let me let me take care of this one." Is, is she in the room right now with a gun to your head? She is. She <laughs> is behind the computer, just off just off camera right now. I'm scared, um, but I didn't know like what the signal was, guys. I'm just very scared right now. But no, it's just it, it is. It's kind of the mundane things of you know the day to day life that make you realize like I'm still on the stage of man, they let me kind of take this thing home. Like, this is wild. And it's just yeah. those normal day-to-day things that kind of makes you kind of appreciate and realize, and you get kind of the looks and the smiles from them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, this is... They're like, becoming a person. Exactly. And you're developing that relationship and everything. So it's just kind of those changing the diaper, feeding them. I, laundry and dishes are just my podcast time. That's when I'm taking probably a little bit too long and listen to a podcast. But the feeding and the changing where it feels like they know you're appreciated or, or you know that you're appreciated on there. And sometimes that's when it's really cool to me. No, I, no, I listen, I love being a dad. It's I, honestly, it's one of the most fulfilling things in the world. And <laughs> just for the record, I don't know if you know about these things, but if you don't have the, it's an OXO um, wipe dispenser. This, this is not an ad. But it's an OXO wipe dispenser that has a weight. 
<laughs> the weight Listen, thing? if they want to sponsor, for sure. <laughs> it has the weighted thing so that you yes. can pull the wipe out. That is what I get for every single person I know that's having a baby. Because it's impossible to get the wipes out of the thing sometimes. Especially, especially when you have to on keep one hand on a baby. Yeah. Awesome. And, and then pull them out. And I'll be honest, man. And I, I'm glad you guys asked me to, to ask to have me on. Like, this is cool because I don't think there's enough people talking about being a dad without like talking about it like being a problem. Like, I love being a dad. That, oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is my shit, dog. Like, I love this. Like, I love being a dad. Like, if to to circle back to what uh, what um, what Zach was talking about, like I love getting up in the morning. I get up my I let my life my wife sleep my uh, wife sleep. I let my wife sleep. You do let her sleep. No, I I do most of the I do most of the sleeping. If we're being honest, I do most of the sleeping. <laughs> she might vacuum a little more than me, but I do most of the sleeping. <laughs> but no, I I actually you know what I have for sleeping? I have a um. I got one of those. Remember when, like, you were like playing like middle school basketball? Yeah. The big, the long boy. Yeah. Holy the dust mop. Shit. The dust mop. That's what I got. What do you live in a mansion? I like that. Just efficiency. <laughs> I just, it just, it's easier than like, or push, push, and it's just so much easier. You can get but it with and just turn it as you're as you're moving. Bingo. Just like this, and you're good to go. It's so good. So I have that, but no, I. I love. I get up in the morning. I get my kid up in the morning. I, 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 my, my kid and I are in a battle daily to see who gets up first. <laughs> she's, she's. I got a five year old, so we have a battle to see who gets up first early in the morning. And like, if she, if I get up anywhere before seven, I beat her. But if she, if I get up at seven fifteen, she beats me. And she's already sitting there watching PBS Kids and or or Jurassic World. And they love yeah. that show. Like, like she, my 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 daughter is her preschool graduation. She was one of two kids. It was her and another boy that said they wanted to be paleontologist when they <laughs> grew up. So my kid, my kids would just say full on dinosaur. So they would way just, ahead of the game. They would want to be a dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you, hey, just I don't think that's biologically available to them hey we're progressing every day man we have no idea i mean i guess with the technology <laughs> that jurassic world has in, introduced into the world like they could actually turn themselves into dinosaurs chris pratt can do anything <laughs> yeah and so can bd wong <laughs> yeah but Dude, I, I love it i love getting up and doing that i make sure she has her like I, I ask her every day what do you I ask her during the day, what do you want for breakfast? And then we do breakfast. And if she wants a waffle, I know I got to get up. I got that waffle's got to get heated up. We don't have a microwave. So we're a no microwave family. So, which I'm sure people think we're psychos and people that are going to listen to this are going to think we're psychos, but we don't have a microwave. Dude, honestly, though, like now that you say that my, so my oldest loves popcorn and Mm -hmm. I do too. Outside of maybe some leftovers, we really don't use the microwave very often outside of popcorn. I've got a one of the biggest things. What when I lived in Chicago, I wanted a popcorn machine. My wife said, No, we don't have the space. She said, if we ever move back to Charlotte, I will buy you a popcorn machine for your birthday. And so for my birthday, I have like the cart with the wheels, 
with the damn yeah. <laughs> so I have a popcorn machine. We make popcorn at home. And that so, Mal- Malco Cinema Life. Yeah, that is we awesome. have. So we do that. We do that. We do movie like. But going back to the point about things that you do as a dad, like I, I've got a projector. So for the neighborhood, we will do movie nights. That's cool. And we'll put the screen up and we'll do movie nights. And I love it. And it's it's super cool. I we got a slip and slide and we have neighborhood kids over and we're slip and sliding and like they destroy the yard. But guess what? I'm gonna use that to my benefit because we're gonna put it next to where we have this kind of community garden and just let them tear it all up over the course of the summer. Then we can move it back, you know, five feet. Now we have five more feet of garden that's already been destroyed yeah, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So we've already got that, but I don't know, man. I just, I like the little stuff. Like I like, I like, I make, di- I make dinner for the, my, my, my girls, my wife and my daughter, I make dinner for them every night. Like it's, that's what I do. Like that, that is, I, man, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh dude. No, I, dude. Let me tell you, ask Joe last weekend. Like, so my kids are grown. It. Yeah. My kids are grown. Yeah, they're grown. They're four, five, <laughs> four, six, and seven. I have a five-year-old. Like I know, that's what I'm saying. My I, kid is the same in in your same. Right, but what I mean is, like, so he has a newborn, and like, I'm yeah. we're at the pool, so it's the first time Joe's putting his kid in the pool. Yeah, I'm like, well, this is cool. And the, the first thing I ask his wife is like, "Can I be the one to dunk him first? Like, let me do it first. Oh man, you know. But of course, I couldn't. But uh, yeah, no, the baby, but like, just watching you miss those little moments from like years ago. Yeah, and watching them like the first time they get to do all those little firsts that I haven't had that experience in forever. And see, I guess I'm I'll be honest. I think I'm on the other side of it where. I don't when she was little and just a baby, like a little meatball. And I and I think it's I think it's fair to say it's like that wasn't my favorite part of being a dad. Is that the, but, well, it's kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But now no, like, I, you know, I think I think things, you might miss it a little bit. But I think it's hard to without the connection. Like, right. I mean, and and I I had a conversation with Amanda about this, like, you know, Mm -hmm. two weeks into Joseph being born. And I kind of said, you know, is it bad that I don't know if I feel the right way quite yet? Right. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I just I don't know how I'm supposed to feel like they don't tell you this. She's like, well, just you just go along with it. And it was kind of the first time, you know, it gets to three weeks and four weeks. And the first time, you know, he's kind of smiling, but it's not smiling because he's pooping. It's actually right. like a German <laughs> smile. It's like, that's the first time. It's like that connection of, Oh man, like this little dude is awesome. Like now we starting to be able to see things and, and kind of hear things and know things. And that was when that kind of connection started up. Cause I, I think that a, a mom, I think, feels that right away. Yeah, you know, for sure. The, he was yes. inside of her, and then they feel it right away. And I think his dad sometimes maybe we don't have that right away, but it develops and it might take a second. But it's just it's awesome when it finally hits, and it's like, oh, yeah. cool! Like this is this is awesome, man! Like this is my dude! Like we're we're good to go now. It, it took you know a, a second, and you kind of feel guilty, but then it happens, and you're like, this is awesome! Like, I really do enjoy. Oh it. yeah, yeah. I like I well the thing for me is like I've always like from day one like we had like a a wild birth experience. Mm-hmm. I mean shit before that even we had a crazy experience because we had to get we went we did IVF. Oh 
okay. which yeah. was like that's also that's already traumatizing for her mother like the amount of things you have to go through to do that yeah. and then she was 11 days late and had to be induced after 11 days which that's like whoa that's it that yeah. was like fucking stressful 11 yes. days jesus yes. christ <laughs> and then <sighs> my mother yeah it's my mother-in-law shows up on her like actual due date and is like okay baby and we're like no <laughs> no baby not yet our neighbor has to drive you to the airport because she's not here yet yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and then i'm like i literally like i know there's a lot of dads that don't like want to get like on the other side of whether it's the curtain or down at the bottom but like i was holding my wife's leg up while she was giving birth because that's wrong they were like this Ooh. kid has to come up it's got to come out now yeah. has to and so we did that and then we go through all that and then then we have to move to chicago four months after she was born and it was just crazy and i'm gonna tell you what man there's nothing like taking a cross-country trip with a with a four-month-old and the way that oh. they can blow up a car seat is oh. insane. <laughs> dude <laughs> what car what car seat are you rocking? Are we talking like you can take it off and just throw it in the wash? No, we're I mean, listen, this is a it's a cross-country trip. We gotta go from Charlotte uh, yeah. to Chicago. And so it's well, yeah, I two, guess you I guess you can't until you get there. Ain't nothing you can you we gotta stop in West Virginia and like be like go to McDonald's <laughs> and be like, I guess hopefully we can hose you off. How big is your sink? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> like and we had a dog at that point, so it was like, oh, dog yeah. has to be here, and we got to do this, and it's like, this is terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> the American dream, yeah, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Chicago, and then she grew up in Chicago, and I'll we moved back to Charlotte because, like, one of the big things was she. Um, we came home for Christmas, and she said her her cousin my niece and nephew her cousin her niece my my niece her cousin goes um why don't we just go play in the backyard and it was christmas time and it was still you know 65 degrees yeah. Yeah. let's go play in the backyard and she's like what's a backyard and i was like whoa <laughs> you are not gonna believe this <laughs> you know what she's not gonna look, believe how hot it gets here oh yeah <laughs> you guys the backyard here is nuts, is nuts. <laughs> yeah but no we so we have a backyard now where we moved we kept our house that we had before but we moved back into the house and i i have a obviously i have like a an office and a studio and i have the space and it's just i don't know man like i just really love like all the like i make her lunch every day like that's and you you know you mix it up and you know you throw some carrots in there and then when she wants to have a popsicle you're like hey i need to see three more green beans get eaten before we get to this popsicle and i yeah. need to like this has to happen and where are we at with water today which like are we are you are you there with that with your kids like are you are you like at, like york are you there with your kids with like how much water have you had today i mean i a lot of theirs is like uh my, my son loves water. Yeah. My other kids are like, I need strawberry, I need they call it pink milk right now, all the time. I was like, if you had pink milk and yogurt this morning, we're not gonna shout have out, it again for a little while. Shout out DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. 
and milk. <laughs> yeah, pink milk. And then he wants she. They want. Um, we're a banana milk family. Spread, a banana milk. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Do explain. We so, so we do. So what we do with banana? But it's not for. She doesn't drink it. But what she does is she puts it in her pancakes and her waffles. Ooh. And so instead of just doing like buttermilk waffles or buttermilk pancakes, you drop those bananas that are kind of brown. You put those into the milk that you use to make the pancakes or the waffles. No shit. And that's banana milk. And she's like, we need to make where the the bananas are brown. We need to make banana milk so we can. And then you free, you can freeze it and you can just pull it out whenever you need it. I've just been throwing yeah. away my brown bananas like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, dude. You, but if you if you're not making banana milk, you do banana bread, dog. Yeah, but nobody likes banana bread. Oh, that's not true I, at all. Dude, oh, well, see, not true at all. Dude, nobody so, likes more than one slice of banana bread. The banana see, bread on the skillet, get it a little crispy. Oof. See, I will say I'd this. Rather put a little butter cake. on it. Oh, I'd rather I don't have like. Cake. I don't like eating a banana. Like even and. Uh, you know, humble brag here, but like when I ran my first marathon, oh and wow, my, okay, and, my, and it was my wife's fifth, and she was like, "You need to eat a banana," and I was like, "I'm not eating banana. I don't like bananas." But like, if you're making like she makes banana bread and it is fire, I will eat six slices of that shit because it is so good. But dude, banana I milk mean, that's next level. Like that's that is yeah. I'm gonna do that. Which like, you want you want to talk. Yeah, you want to talk about torture for kids? One time we were at my parents' house, and my parents, for some fucking reason, (laughs) bought like green bananas at the store. Oh, we can't eat these for two weeks. Yeah, so like every day, my we were there for a week, and my kid was like, "Can we eat the bananas now?" I'm like, "No, they're still put them in a brown paper bag." Is that a thing? Yes. Why do you know every banana trick, dude? That is okay. (laughs) First off, first off. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Michael Felder is basically a world-class chef. Like, I've seen the pictures. I'm, world-class chef here in our midst, okay? Well, Joe, Joe, you you know he went to North Carolina, so, I mean, just I do, I do. Highly I'm, educated. I'm, I'm, the world's, I'm the world's first and only first North Carolina football fan over basketball. Chris Keldor, <laughs> 98 Gator Bowl, Mac Brown on the sidelines, rocking the Oakley in front, like, just Don't the listen. What do you want to do? You want to talk about the car quest bowl? Come on, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster bowl with Curry out in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Are you serious? You want to talk about the, the game, the Peach Bowl at Auburn, where the Auburn guy threw the ball back inbounds as an interception because the ball was going out of bounds? What do you want? To, like you- just the just the best. So I get made fun of constantly because like my <laughs> wife, my wife grew up with Bryn Renner. Yeah. And when he was just slinging it, and I know, Brent. like I, I was just a gigantic fan, and I met yeah. my wife, and she just mentioned it very flippantly one time. Yeah, like oh, I went to, I, I grew up, and and his mom babysitted this guy named Bryn Renner, and I'm like, are you serious? Are you? Yeah. Are you serious? You know? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, Amanda, like this dude is a gunslinger, man. Like he just. <laughs> And everybody makes fun of me because I was like this, like North Carolina football fan. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they're good at basketball, too. Like, this will be kind of cool. Like, we'll do this. But yeah, I don't know what it was about that Gator Bowl. They were playing Virginia Tech. Yep. And I watched it and was like, was that Jim? Was that cool. Drunken Miller? Oh, <laughs> was that was that Jim Drunken Miller? 
Got out. It, it might have uh, been two uh, two years after Duncan Miller. I think it might have been just after. I right think after Duncan Miller. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's the kind of sicko that I am, by the way. Like, but it was just, it was like I got locked in. That was the good jerseys with like the yeah. block numbers and the backdrop. That's LC Steve. That's LC Stevens. That's um, Nate Brown. That's yep. um, yeah. That's like I like yeah. I know those guys. Like I'm. I know Corey Bailey. Like I'm yes. Like that. That's those so are wild. like, I, I went to, when I was at school, I was, so I was in the wedding for Ryan Taylor. I was in Ryan Taylor's wedding. Like we, I was in his wedding and I was next to um, Josh Sitton actually, who they, they played with the Packers together. <laughs> and we were sharing a sweat towel because it was hot that day in Chicago. So it's just, okay. so it's just two, one, one, Josh, Josh Sitton, who's humongous. And then me, who also was pretty fat. And it's just two guys like during the ceremony, like dabbing and then passing, dabbing and then passing. And we, we had, we sent the, they, they, they had a trolley for the wedding party the trolley guy we were like hey man why don't you run up to the 7-eleven over there and like can you get more beer (laughs) yeah but it was like yeah no i'm i'm unc football through and through like when i was at school like i realized i don't like basketball (laughs) and (laughs) even is it how do we think bren renner feels now because his wife his wife is completely like her career like she is like it now on CBS Sports, like she is crushing it. Yeah, so he's I like he taking feels a, good, <laughs> taking a back seat. Like you know, going from being the hotshot quarterback to like now she's just. I mean, she's like the real deal. She's awesome. I, I think um, like a walking Christian Ponder. Well, he yeah. also just got to the Ravens at the wrong time too. If he would have been like, like <laughs> mid alts Ravens, like when you know they're just throwing out whatever, he could he could have had something, but. uh they drafted a little guy named Lamar, and uh, yeah, that uh, that didn't work. Well, out no, well, Bryn is Bryn is trying to he's trying to come up. He was I know he's working with Butch down there in um, at Florida what International FIU. So yeah, yeah like he's he, he's working on it. Like it's going to be interesting. I same thing with TJ. TJ is another one of my like I love TJ Yates. Like that is my guy. Like we are homies, and nice. TJ Yates is he's a good dude. Like. And he's at and good. I forgot about this. I played football with Arthur Smith. <laughs> everything that everything that they've said about Arthur Smith or every like, I saw the thing where Arthur Smith told someone that he was boring. I was like, "Yep, that sounds like Arthur." PJ <laughs> Yates made my quarterback cry at the Music City Bowl. I'll never forget it, dude. That which that, one? Poor Brady. That game. That. <laughs> That that's the game. That game was because they were those they were throwing beer bottles at UNC. This is what they do. They throw yeah. shit at people. Oh, Tennessee <laughs> throwing upset. stuff on the field. <laughs> Where have I heard that before? I, I mean, like between that with Tennessee and then the um. I don't, was it the SMU TCU game where the SMU fans just went ham and were just throwing yeah. things at people a couple years ago? I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. 
those weird like rivalries. Like you don't really know the exist unless you're in that region, and then something pops off with, and you're like, oh, these people really hate each other. Like, yeah, they really dislike each other a lot. Yeah, it's it's Those, like Methodist schools. Why do they hate each other? They're Methodist schools, aren't they? Um, I don't know. If T- I don't think TC is Methodist, but yes, it is a it is a religious school. <laughs> yeah, it, what what denomination are they? I have no idea. Obviously, it's Texas Christian. I because I the same thing with like obviously like Jesuit school from like BC with respect to BC and Catholic school with respect to Notre Dame. TCU is just non-denominational. You can wear jeans. <laughs> oh, it's Christian Church, Disciples of Christ. Amen. But no, I'm 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 in for that, man. Like, are you kidding me? I I love like, man, the new the fact that they committed to those uniforms, those else those old school uniforms for UNC is great. We weren't allowed to have them uh, when Coach Bunning was there. He was like, "No, it's only Carolina blue and white. That's all we have." And so, it just is very. Like it's very interesting to see like different coaches adjust to different things. I was gonna I was gonna ask you now that we're on the topic because I figured we were gonna get here at some point because I know Joe is that we we went straight smartless with this where I didn't tell them that you were coming on. Okay. Just just to have like the organic conversations and everything happen, but also I know Joe is just gonna be amped. I was gonna say you yeah, yeah, yeah. But how often do you talk to people about the Greg Jones uh, run? Because, like, I remember where I like I, I I was watching that live when it happened, and I just I don't 2003, so I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school, and I was just like, holy shit! Like he just killed that guy. You were watching it live when it happened. Yeah, I was like 15, 25 <laughs> feet away from it. How loud was it? It was my first game of college. Oh, my God. So you're like, I got to tackle dudes like this? I was like, this? Well, I'm never getting in the game. (laughs) 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 Like, if Dexter Reed, if our best player that we had can't do this, nobody can do it. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, literally, like, violent with a capital V. Like, that's one of the, like, I still think of that run all because it was just it was just insane because i mean i mean greg jones was a fucking fine player i mean he was huge yes but like it just was so violent so vicious so it was a moment in time where like there's if the in, in the wide shot of that replay you can see me like i'm there like this is a thing that i i'm there was your helmet on or off? No, it was off. I hit it behind the bench, which is a whole other story because I had to learn how to hide it because after the next after the next year, we had two people when the field got rushed, they had people got their helmets stolen. And mm. you get in you get in trouble for that. They don't like find the people that stole the helmets. But the point it's is still a thing, by the way. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Like I I am I'm not a field storming guy. Oh, okay. I don't like it. Well, it's got to be terrifying for like a player's perspective. I was going to say, it has to be just absolutely terrifying. I got, so I got my face cut from here 
to hear by someone again when we played NC State, I believe. I'm trying to remember the order of the game. I think it was NC State and then Miami, not Miami, then NC State. But I got somebody was like coming up to give me a hug, but their head hit me and I my oh, whole face gosh. got cut open. Ugh. Was that Philip Rivers, NC State? Um, no, it was after he left because when he was there, he beat the hell out of us. <laughs> I mean, Dude. he was so good. <laughs> he what do you was think so about good. what do you think about him? I I think he's a I, I listen. I don't want that many kids. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, that's insane. I don't want that many kids, but I love a bolo tie. So we're I'm half and half. Um, you brought up Miami, and and we've talked about this. We we actually talked about it on our show earlier, but I've had this conversation weirdly, like four or five times in the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. But yeah. best college football team of all time, I still say it's two thousand one Miami. Ed Reed, um, yeah, yeah. I mean the the stats are just fucking bonkers. Like seventeen first round picks. Well, the the stat that was going around Twitter, I think it was earlier this week. It was that Miami team, the offense could have never scored and they still would have gone eight and four. Here's the thing. The only team I there there are two teams I would put up against those. Actually, okay. probably three. Three. So I would put that the 05 USC. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and and 05 Texas. Mm-hmm. With Vince. Yeah. Yep. And then I would also put Alabama from the Tua year when they won the national championship with Tua. Okay. All right. And the difference is, is can you imagine if Reggie Bush played now? Oh, dude. If Vince played, if Vince Young played now. And imagine if the thing with Miami is what if Miami had a different quarterback? I, yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm so, I'm like I don't mean that I'm not hating on him. He was a good quarterback, but what if they had a guy that like could do anything else? <laughs> he was he was the he was the Aaron Murray of his time. His team yes. was awesome when he was just like a you know yeah a guy yeah he's just the Trent, Georgia, uh, Georgia Trent quarterback. Yeah. He's yeah he's he's the dude in the Aston Martin, and it's hey put it on seventy cruise control and don't fuck it up. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It, I, like, I thought I thought you would go uh, 2019 LSU or last year's Georgia. That's what I was going to say. That team was so dominant. The LSU team was so dominant. And I think in a couple of years when we look at it and see the talent now. That, That's a good one. That we're seeing like in the NFL and how all that progresses, they're going to look 10 times better. I think I, I think your spot, I think that's a very good pick. I think that's a top, like, that's a top 10 team in the last 20-something years. I just – what I the thing, but they played in this era. Yeah. Right. What I'm thinking about is the idea of Reggie Bush playing now. I just like insane. think about it. Like we 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 all praise Bijan Robinson, right? And Saquon. Yeah. Reggie Bush didn't get to do even what they did. Yeah. Imagine if Reggie Bush got to do what those guys were doing. Oh, man. Like it would be insane. 
Reggie yeah, Bush against, Florida, uh, against Fresno State. Yes. Oh like one of those late FS1 games or just Fox Sports net games. Yep. Yeah, I think was, Petros might have been on the call. Petros, and, yeah. Petros was on the call. Petros yeah. was on the call. I, was, I remember just staying up and watching it and being like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm what if what I'm watching is supposed to feel this great, but honestly, on both sides, it felt like you were watching just greatness. Like Fresno State came out and played that day. I was in college, so I'm playing college football at this time. We're not that good, but we're having a season that feels pretty good for us. Yeah. And then we're at the bar watching this, and we're like, they are playing a different sport. Yeah, you're like in full fanboy yeah. mode. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that run where he – Behind the back? Oh, dude, it's just – Stupid. I mean, I was watching. I was watching that game live too, and and it was just like, you kind of. I like turned to my dad and was just like, "Did he just do that?" Was that the same like stop on a dime game on the sideline? Yep. Yep. God. But it's it, the dude, same. That one game was complete Heisman highlight. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, the, you didn't have to have any other game. But the same thing. So I grew. I I grew up I, every year of my football life. I played against. Chris Lee. <laughs> Independence. Independence. But I'm at when he was at um was he at Northeast? Uh, excuse me, when he was at Northeast when he was in played for the um Cochran, like I like I the whole deal. Like I play like I played oh, like your whole life. My entire life, like from <laughs> fifth grade until twelfth grade. The prettiest deep ball you've ever seen. I was going to say, he just threw tight spirals. Well, tight spiral out. deep ball is unreal. Dude, the best touch. Right. I think the I'm doing touch. better. I think I'm doing better than him right now because nobody thought that I wanted to hook up with a kid. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I played against him because he went to Northeast. If I'm not mistaken, he went to Northeast. Then he went to Independence. But yes, I played against him every year. And they had their own, like they had their, the, they were the Mustangs. We were the Steelers in like little league football, whole deal. And then obviously he goes to Florida. So like he was, we went on visit, like we went on, on officials together at UNC. And UNC wanted him really bad. He ends up at Florida, obviously. Um, and it's just like a bit, and then you're watching this guy that you grew up, you know, playing with. Like being around because we didn't just play football. We also like basketball and like we did all this. Like it, we were in the same orbit. Kenny Moore as well. Kenny Moore played in a plane at oh. Wake Forest. Yeah. And, and we, Kenny Moore ended up played at Wake and then he played for the Panthers for a little while. So I grew up like with these guys Mario Rayleigh, uh, Muhammad Massaqua. I grew up yeah. with those dudes. Ooh. Like we were around, we were in the same zone. And so you see him go to Florida and so I'm watch. I pay attention to that Florida team because I want to see how Chris is doing. And then I, I, one of our GAs, our graduate assistants is Nick Shirelli. Shirelli still has ties back to Florida because he was roommates with Jesse Palmer. Oh, and so Shirelli talks to some Florida guys and he said, they're going to the, they're going to national championship game. That same year, we weren't doing anything. And that he said, hey, 
I had to help. I helped Nick Shirelli move out of his apartment so he can move in with his now wife. Like, that's like, that's how, like, that's what a GA's life is like. Like, yeah. I can't afford to call a moving company. <laughs> I got to get someone to help me move. And that someone's are, I can get pizza and beer for these, like, players. Right. Yeah. So Shirelli is like, hey, man, they said they're going to beat the wheels off of them. Urban Meyer told a GA, he told my boy, he told my friend, he said, hey, they're going to win by three touchdowns. And Urban saw it. it. The GA said that to Urban, and Urban said, don't tell nobody. We good. Let's make them work hard. And they just worked hard. And then they got out to that game, and after that, who was it that scored that first touchdown? Ted Ginn, wasn't it? Ted Ginn, Ted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they didn't have no smoke for nobody. <laughs> And they were spot on. Like they knew they were going to beat the wheels off of them. And it was amazing. And it's, you can, their urban's got his this and he's got his that. But the reality of it is when it comes to urban Meyer, he knows when he's right. Yeah. He knows that, when he's right. I think that, that documentary is going to be insane. That's, yes. that's going to be insane. Good or bad. It's just going to be insane. Gonna be insane. I was going to say how, how tight is Tim Tebow's butthole going to be when that, documentary comes out i that's i think that might be the most interesting part of it because there are so many things about him that people don't know yeah Mm -hmm. and that's going to be the part that's like we already we know about aaron hernandez we know about gronk we know about percy harvin even yeah Yeah. like we even know about urban like what are we like the only person that has felt bulletproof up till now has been tim tebow So we'll find out if he's as clean as he says he is. Well, I think if there's something, there's there's no way. I, I don't think there's no way we wouldn't know. Something going to come out in that. Like I'd be I'd be surprised. I'd love it if there was, not for his sake, but like for an entertainment standpoint. Sure, from a Tennessee standpoint. I don't know what to believe in. <laughs> from a Tennessee standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> so you to torture me for years, buddy, and come out scot free. So Felder, I have a theory about that team when everything came out, like the documentary is coming out, like it's finally going to happen. I've said for years that a Tim Tebow, a fine college player, he was really good on a really good team. I think that that, I think that Florida team made him look better than he was. Yeah. Cause they're super good. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think Tebow (laughs) was anything special. Like, yeah, I I, I just, for years, everybody was just worshiping him as like one of the best, College quarterbacks ever like no he was just on a team that was just fucking loaded. All oh, right, but at the same time, like like what he does, like there was you knew there was no stopping if he couldn't throw the ball. I know he's not a great passer, but no. he made every single play. Now he, if he, like, if he tries was to, not a good passer, but he made all the plays. If he Vince tries Young, to run a great passer, made all the right plays. If he tries to run on fourth and one, Marcus Temple says no, no, the fuck out of here. Al Walker That's says what no, I'm, sir. I'm I'm just pumped for that that 2008 Ole Miss game. Like sure. I just uh, that speech is coming on that documentary. No question. Oh, the, of course the oh, speech God, is yeah. on there. It's one of I will say this. It's one of the the best like you know speeches. And obviously, the thing that gets me is like that's a thing that I'm saying to my teammates is not a thing that I would say to the media. Right. Yeah. But I had to had to throw in the God bless at the end. But we know what it is. Like it's fine. Like we understand that this was a bigger marketing like move, yeah. right? Because 
to me, that would have been locker room footage. Yeah. And it, it wasn't. It was press conference footage. Yeah. And there's a huge difference between that. Like, right. Think about the Kirby Smart footage. Oh, oh that dude, Kirby that, Smart. That, dude, that speech. Holy shit. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll say it right now. And I, I hope I don't get in trouble. But man, that shit got my dick on a heart. Kirby smart, the way that he said, fuck them and we're going to kick their ass and all. Like, I was like, that's how you talk to people. Dude, that was very great. Williams of them too, man. It wasn't, Dude, it was not for the, it wasn't for the camera. It wasn't for, it wasn't for his school social media. It wasn't for the camera. It wasn't for, it wasn't for a press conference. He was like, let's go out there and rip these motherfuckers apart. Yeah. Dude, that, yeah, that, that, that I'm, I'm married to a Gamecock, so I am, like coach to hate Georgia. Sure. But when I heard that, I, I told my wife, I was like, yo, no. this was, this was lit. Like, <laughs> over this. Yes, curtains. like, dude, it was fucking over. Like it's, I, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm married to a, I'm married to a Spartan. Okay. Oof. My, I'm married to a Spartan. Her first cousin was a starting left tackle for them a couple of years ago. Like Michigan state is our like jam. Like my kid, like my kid doesn't know anything about Tar Heels, but she knows about Spartans. And by the way, just any Spartans that are listening to this, you guys got to tone it down. This is your world is not 300. (laughs) (laughs) I went to graduation there and they were like, you use your shield to protect yourself against the, against the world. And you use your sword, not for anger, but to, guide yourself and i was like what are you talking about you know when that movie came out they all looked at each other like oh we fucking got him now i was like what is, yeah. what is this like this is it you're Gerard an butler you're an engineer Come do a commencement speech please stop but really he we, has but the way like but listening to the way that like when d'antonio was there like the way that he talked to them and and versus the way that harbaugh talked to michigan it was also one of those things where it was like Oh, these guys are fully bought in when did when they were good, when they had um what's his name? Who's at Pitt now? Narduzzi. Yeah. When it was Narduzzi and it was Hal, um, who was at Florida State and Hal Burnett Burnett. Um when it was Burnett, when it, and Narduzzi were the defensive guys and 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 D'Antonio was there. Like these dudes were like bought in. They believed in this thing. And I think that. Obviously, Kirby Smart does the same thing, and it just—it's not for show; it's for real. And yeah. that, to me, is the difference. And we'll see what that looks like because, to me, the reality of that Florida team that we're going to see in the documentary—the reality is going to be like, oh, Percy Harvin was the G of this team. Yeah, uh, yeah. and like, <laughs> like you could say whatever you want to say about Chris Leak or Tim Tebow and. But Percy Harvin ran Dude. the show. Yeah. That was so well, the, the Pouncey brothers were there too at the same time, right? Yep. yep. And they were I mean mm-hmm. Dude, if you're in Florida and you got the number one, you're the fucking dude. Yeah. Like yes. No, we were so I was I was in the swamp and I could I still to this day I cannot believe they didn't give the ball to Percy Harvin because they ran that jet sweep. Yep. And it, he was just there's there no way you could you could beat him to the edge. And I was like, why are they not giving the ball to him? They I mean, they stuck to their bread and butter and tried to run Tebow. 
and and I was shocked because I was like, here comes jet motion and Percy Harvin's going to get this first down and they're going to get down here and kick a field goal and win. I, I could not believe that they didn't give him the ball, but I mean, just probably doesn't get enough credit for being one of the most electric dudes in the last decade or two. Um, yeah. He was just in, in alongside, I mean, he had that Jeff Demps back there too. It was just yep. like a track Demps. star that could just pick him up and put him down. I mean, that team was just so fucking good. Like it was, yeah. and like you said, urban is, you know, urban, like hate him all you want, but man, like that team was just special. Um, yeah. They're amazing. Like it was an amazing team. And I want to make like, I'm, I'm double checking something. Cause it was good grief. I didn't. Did I say I make sure, I'm trying to make sure I didn't say Gronk. I said Aaron Hernandez, right? Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. You did say Gronk, so I, I didn't know if you were trying to manifest baby was Gronk a, going was, there or it's not. The whole uh, Patriots situation. They played together. They were the dual tight yeah, ends. Yeah, they were the dual tight ends, but they had another tight end at Florida, and I can't remember now. I can't remember his name. So Ben Watson. No, Ben Corn, Watson. Cornelius like, Ingram. Cornelius Ingram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who it was. Yeah. I, I wanted to make sure because I don't need people tweeting at me about this. <laughs> Cornelius Ingram. Our listeners yeah, remember, in, in Portugal are going to be furious. The guitar fan is going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that SEC championship game because that was when Alabama was on that come up and so, was there. And that was – I. I don't remember a conference championship game feeling like that either before then or after then. The, and that was like the 08? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was just, oh my God. That the John I Parker that, Wilson? That game. That's shit. Yeah. John Parker Wilson. Yeah. John Parker Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But the thing is, is that also defined a lot for Alabama. True. Yeah. Because remember that 2009 game, that's Greg McElroy. And then yeah. Alabama goes tempo in that game. Yeah. And they go tempo and Florida's not expecting it. They're expecting Alabama to come out and trudge. And then instead Alabama goes tempo, including Greg McElroy running. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, which is, wait, what's this? Which is and wild then, because I thought Nick Saban hated tempo and thought it was bad for the he health hates- of players and, he does hate it. <laughs> he knows the wins, but he likes winning, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? He dude, also that o- likes money. <laughs> yeah, dude. That 08 SEC championship game, Felder, as you would say, Florida just straight up put the paws on them. Yeah, they yeah they mangled them, and they beat that ass. I mean, it was 31-20, but it wasn't even close. Yeah, well, that's but that's the same as the 2008 Georgia and Alabama game, right? The blackout. Yeah. <laughs> and where black's their own funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. No, Sean. Woo. I don't know, that Sean. Was, <laughs> yeah. Talking about speeches, one of my favorites is when I can't remember. I think it was LSU when Nick Saban did the make his ass quit speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an elite one. You go out there and dominate your opponent and you make his ass quit. Yep. That's our trademark. That's our MO as a team. Like, dude, it fucking cart like a rap. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, Ed Reed, Ed Reed's speech is, um, his speeches, he's got there's dude. like two or three that are just amazing. Like, a heart he, dog. 
Don't ask me if I'm all right. Like Ed, and then I got, I went back and watched a little bit of Ed Reed, and Ed Reed, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? That that's this what was guy so crazy. played the same position as I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was so crazy. We talked about it on our show on on Monday. That 0-1 Miami team, it was the Vince Vince Wilfork, Sean Taylor, Willis McGahee, all mm-hmm. backups. Yeah, because Clinton Portis was doing his that thing. Dude. But like Ed Reed in the Boston College game where he just like he's like, no, give <laughs> give it to me. Give me the yeah. ball. Dude. We have was... to score. We have Ken Dorsey as a quarterback. Like we <laughs> we gotta score. You don't just go into Chestnut Hill and get a dub. You gotta earn it. Which by the way, Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan is also like no, like super speeches, but Matt Ryan was so good in college. He was a, he was a dude. It was insane. Russell Wilson. I think listen, the first time I ever saw Russell Wilson in person, man. The first time I ever saw Russell Wilson in person, I was, jeez, I was twenty two, maybe twenty three. Mm. It was two thousand eight. They're playing at we're at UNC. This is the year after I left UNC. I'm still dating a girl that goes to UNC. It's super cold. It's this coldest I've ever been at Carolina. And from going to school there for four years, and this is the coldest I've ever been. And he just picks that team apart. It looked like, like when you, you know how, are y'all from the South? All y'all from the South? Yeah. So, you know, when they lay out that whole pig. Yeah. And then in the next two hours, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. That's what Russell Wilson did to UNC on that day. He picked them apart. It was like, whoa. And I looked, he, at, I, I looked at my girlfriend. I said, hey, I said, we got to. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> I don't want to. I was like, I, like, that was the first time that I was like, I don't have to stay for the whole football game. Yeah. I've already no. seen it. We're done. That was that was similar when I was this, in. This cool. Yeah, I was a I guess a senior. Yeah, and Ole Miss played Auburn, mm-hmm. and I think it was like the third play of the game. Jeff Scott takes his own read to the house. Yeah, and I a good family friend of mine got me up in like the suites, and I was up there posted up with Thad Cochran. We're drinking, we're talking, and then Jeff Scott houses one, and I'm like, "All right, Dad, I'm done talking to you. This we're, we're about to beat Auburn." And then that was it. And Cam Newton yep. was like, "Nah, I'm gonna fuck y'all up like real hard." And like, like a a, pa- a couple passing touchdowns, he ran one in, he caught one, and that was when like I already knew he was winning the Heisman, but it was like, "Nah, like this dude's different." Like, I still say he's the best college player I've ever seen live and in person. Like he he's- was just an alien he's 100 had the greatest college football season of all time no one's had a better season than cam um he the play for me is him against lsu it's everyone's oh, the same play the hand in the, the ground the patrick peter where he runs away from patrick <laughs> peterson and you're like wait a second <laughs> you can't do that hold on <laughs> how can you make this and you're oh you're six six and you weigh 250 pounds and you can do this 
And he was just, he's a dick. Cam was a, and obviously I live here in Charlotte. So it's a, yeah. Like, I got to see him do even more stuff. Like it's insane. And then watching him just be like, no, throw. And it's like, how can you hold one guy with this hand and then throw with the other hand? And you're just like, it's fine. And I really, I think he would have had it. Like, I thought, I think he had a pretty good NFL career. I think he would have had a better NFL career if Steve Smith wasn't on that team. Oh, okay. Just, I, it's no, it's not a knock on Steve Smith. I think Steve Smith and Cam Newton just came from different spaces where Cam Newton was the best always. Yeah. And Steve Smith felt like he had to earn every single thing he did. I mean, this is a guy that went to junior college, then went to Utah, and then was a mid-round draft pick, and then had to work his way from special teams into this. And Cam Newton just walks in and is like the man. Yeah. And it just was a little bit different dynamic. So, but like, <sighs> yeah, Steve Smith was like the definition of like, got it out the mud. Yeah. Like earned every single bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wild though. Cause I mean, I felt like Cam was, if you were a guy like Steve Smith, like Cam was tough. Like he got the crap kicked out of him. Yep. Yeah. Constant yeah. body for it too. And it's like, yeah. if, if I'm, if I'm anybody on that team and I'm seeing this dude get the crap kicked out of him every single game and still delivering an MVP season for us, man, I, you want to play for that dude, Ooh, man, that'd be, yeah, I, that'd be, and I get the shit kicked out of him all the time. Like yeah. I feel like they never gave him a good offensive line and he still just put up numbers every single game. And he was, and he was a guy that I, I I go to bat for Cam Newton a lot because people want to bash him and talk shit about him because he dresses, you know, dresses whatever. weird. Well, that's that's part of the the Steve Smith thing. That, yeah, that yeah. I yeah yeah. But like that guy, on his own time, never sought out like social media interactions or you know clicks Dude, or me- views. He he would go to like the children's hospital like every single week yep. and was like. And like a good human being that like dude. people shit on him all the time. And I hate it. Did he, let me tell you something. The, one of the coolest Cam Newton stories that I've, I've heard. And it wasn't even like I've heard. It was like my friend's kid was there while it happened. It's Cam Newton's driving his truck. Cause he had, a, he, he's from Atlanta. Of course he got a truck driving his truck. And at AG uh, Alexander Graham high school, there's kids out there playing flag football he pulls over and hops the fence and just plays football with these kids. It's not a photo op. Like the only people that are there are the kids and like maybe a couple of their parents, but they're just playing some after school football. And this dude just popped in and showed up and just the quarterback of the, the starting quarterback of the team in your city, who was an NFL MVP pops in play some football with you guys and no and he's not doing it for looks yeah not doing it for anything like he also helped someone in a car accident like it's yeah like, like this dude like he's a like i think yeah i agree with a lot of people like yeah his social media uh font is insane of course yes <laughs> it is but like this dude is like out there doing his thing. So like, I don't know, just that always stood out to me of him being just someone that like would, 
he's there. He's down for it. Like he, he yeah. loves, he loves this game. He loves, and that's the other part is talking to, I, I'm friends with like George Whitfield and, and Quincy Avery. And yeah, those guys are like, Cam loves this game. Like for real. He like, he, he really does love it. My, um, I used to work for a bleach report and the two, the two guys that were my bosses at Bleacher Report, they moved to overtime. Oh, o- overtime has the uh, the overtime sevens. Yeah, Cam was a part of that, and yes, was he difficult to work with at times? Yeah, <laughs> but they were like because he wanted to get it right. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to get he wanted to get that seven on seven right. So yeah, that's just. I, I really love that dude. Like I, I think that, like we spend so much. People spend so much time trying to trash Cam, but nobody spends enough time. I don't think talking about Steve Smith sucker punching two people. Yeah, and say what you want about Cam too. Like he is a world class like laptop salesman. Like, I don't know where I learned it from, but it's a good point. okay, this is Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that's exactly what I have. Nothing against Auburn. I'd love to. Like, I love Bruce Pearl. I have nothing against Auburn, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you what. Last thing on Cam Newton. Can you imagine if Cam Newton was the quarterback at Florida in 2006? Good God. <laughs> last thing on <laughs> last thing on Cam as an Ole Miss fan, and I, I one of my one of our best friends is a Mississippi State alum. Yeah, he always wants to talk about it. And he's like, what if Cam had gone to Mississippi State? Sure. And I, t- I tell him, like, like dead ass. I'm like, y'all don't want the national championship. Yes. Yeah, that, like, that was he was only that, he was that, that fucking right? good. Yeah. Well, remember, like, what are we talking? Two? We're talking three years later, Mississippi State with Dak? Yeah. Almost, they yeah. were the one in the country. They were close. Yeah. And I will say this. Cam Newton is way better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Dak was awesome. <laughs> but like Cam was just, he was just, yeah, he's a Terminator. Like on a new level, like a different level player. <laughs> like they would have they'd been like, oh, okay. Um, ee, yo, I guess. Um, and listen, I'm a I'm a Mississippi State guy. Okay. Like uh what's what's it, Joe Lee done? Oh, yeah, no set. I was about to say Memphis, baby. Hell yeah. Who am I? Th- who am I thinking about? No, no, no. Jolie Dunn. Jolie Dunn was there, but he was, yeah, he was at Mississippi State. State. Boy, I think he coached everywhere. He coached everywhere. Yeah, he was at yeah. Memphis. He was at Ole Miss. He was at Mississippi State. He was at Ridgeway High School. <laughs> go road, go Roadrunners, baby. But I literally was just like, like I, the way that Mississippi State, Mississippi State, when they had, um, God damn, what was his name? He got in trouble with the Vikings. Oh, uh, Fred Smoot. The crew. Fred Smoot. There Ooh. we go. Who was that? Who was the Who was the defensive coordinator there? Uh, that wasn't Joe Lee Dunn. Joe Lee might have been there because that was still when Jackie Sherrill was Jackie there. Sherrill, yeah, yeah, Jackie Sherrill, exactly. He hey, showed that guy's ass whip one time, huh? Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it was that. It was absolutely Joe Lee Dunn. Am I stupid or ninety six to two two thousand twenty two? That's Joe Lee. Dunn. Oh yeah, he was he was there because because Fred Smoot got drafted in two thousand one and two thousand. Yeah. Joe Lee Dunn was there. Yeah, Joe Lee Dunn. Sparky they, Woods was the OC. Joe. 
That's the team that what what they they lost the game three to two. <laughs> oh god, no, don't, don't. no, we were there. We were there. Me and Joe were there. I was at the three two Auburn Mississippi State game. Okay. Oh, we were there too. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh, we were in the end zone. But that wasn't their fault. No. All I remember about that That's game offense's fault. Some somebody behind, and I'm not a state fan. I was just at the game. And somebody behind me was just ringing the cowbell the entire time. And I finally turned yep. around. It's like, you got to stop. And Nick Harris just passed us the, the flask of whiskey. Just we had to yeah. get out of there. That was rough. I'm a, I'm a, listen, I come from, I'm from a cowbell high school. Oh, I, I you know what? I, here's what I'm, I got to take my daughter over to my mom's house on, on Saturday. I'm going to find the cowbell. We got two cowbells. Is it North Mac? East Mac. Come on, don't do it. East Mac. Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) East Mac. And so we got we got a cowbell that's got a 15 EM 15 on it. That's mine. And then we got EM 12 on it. That's my little brothers. Okay. I'm gonna find them. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna send them to you. (laughs) I ain't playing. We were like my whole like all the parents were cowbell parents. Oh, that's wild. When yeah, we when it's your team, like it's oh, awesome. Love it. But it's we were in the era where Mississippi State with the cowbells, we're like, hell yeah, we're doing that too. Dog pound rock, all that shit. My oh, mom gosh. was my mom was working concessions for the first half and then the second half, she's yep. Fucking touchdown cowbells. club, baby. I'll never all forget. Right. We there's a video of my there, I I um sc- I had a scoop and score. Oh, and it was eighty five yard scoop and score. And my my dad is my dad used to shoot the video for me. So my dad shot all all, all my games on like the little the hand cam. Yeah. yeah, he shot all the games for me so that I could watch him as soon as I got home after the game. I didn't go out after games. I was a I was I'm not gonna say I'm a loser, but. I was definitely someone who's more. I was very interested in football and committed to the craft. Committed to the that's a great way to put it. Right, committed married to the, to the game. Yeah, listen, married to the game, committed to the craft. Also, my girlfriend was tired after the game because she was <laughs> cheering so much. So we just did stuff on Saturday. But yeah, literally, my dad shot the games, and on that scooping score. It's Kenny Moore. Um, we're playing Butler. My linebacker punches it out. Ball bounces. I get it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm took. I'm going to the house. 85 yards. Kenny Moore comes from the back of the end zone. So he's 15 yards behind me <laughs> on the other side of the field. And he's zooms in grabs me at the five and i'll never forget i have the ball in my hand i switch it to the outside hand and i go my man i do squats and (laughs) lean forward and just punch it onto the pylon before my knees hit and i'm exhausted (laughs) but while that's happening when i get the ball and i start running the camera starts going Oh. <laughs> and it's my uh, mom. It's my mom going, Mike, he's got the ball. He's got the ball. Because my dad's name is Mike, too. He's got the ball. He's got the ball. So the camera just goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad goes, Becky, get off of me. 
<laughs> so we missed 30 yards of it and then <laughs> so how, how 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 long or how close to the end zone did you get before you realized oh, i saw i saw him from the i i saw i could hear him coming <laughs> i could hear like boom 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 and you look and you're like oh no like, I'm so close. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I was like, I have to score. That's yeah. when you Reggie Bush it. You stop. You let him go past you. That's when you. Nah, <laughs> he took a great angle. He had me squared up. It was like, it's either you're going out of bounds or you're going to score. And he, and he, and this was pre horse collar. Oh. So he grabbed me. He grabbed me here. And I was like, I just got to lean forward, push through. And I did it. And just dropped it on. And then my wife ended up working with his mom at a school here in Charlotte. And she was like, do you remember this? And she was like, oh, yeah, that was a that was the game that East Mac beat Butler. And I was like, yeah, 32 to six. Don't play. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. So Felder, we we normally do a, a a bit here on our show where we draft okay. things. Okay, let's draft some stuff. I know that that you're a big you're you're a big movie guy. I'm a movie guy. I I, I, I we really buried the lead here, but you know, obviously, hand in the dirt <laughs> fame here. Um, you guys talk a lot about movies. Um, yeah, because one person never watches them. Yeah, my boy Steven, he's struggling. He's not on the movie train yet, but. We've we've touched on this before, but I'm I'm interested because I feel like we can get the juices going with you here on the as a guest. Mm-hmm. We're gonna draft comfort slash background noise movies, like okay. movies that like if it's on like cable and you see it, you're leaving it on, or just like again mundane tasks. You're folding laundry. You're just kind of chilling. Your wife's just like I don't really feel like paying attention. And you just throw something on just like Ooh. comfort, like easy to watch movies. That's what we're going to draft here. Okay. All what right. Do we so got? we, so we normally go round Robin. We go alphabetical order. So we're going to start with Adam. He's going to kick it off and then Joe and then you, and then I'll, I'll bring up the Sounds rear. Good. So we do, we do three rounds. Love it. Let's do it. All right, York, what you got? All right. Honestly, first thing that comes to mind, like as I'm watching TNT, what's always on TNT in USA Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is always on there. It's just always on. You click it on, you're like, eh, I can listen to that. Walk by, Brad Pitt says something, I can laugh every now and then. Mm-hmm. Always Ocean's eating. Always, always eating. Always Constantly. Adjusting the uh, yeah. everything there. Kind of, yeah. the, the cufflinks. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven, I like Ocean's that. Okay. I'm going that first, yeah. But I always win these two, Michael, just so you know. First oh, all, there's a winner? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a winner. Oh, winner. Yeah. <laughs> You literally are the Cleveland Browns of like the late nineties. Swear to God, I'm going to do a whole documentary of every time that I beat your ass these drafts, and everyone's going to say, "Oh yeah, he actually did win these drafts." Just a little aggressive there, a little aggressive. I like aggression, man. I'm I'm trying. I'm working on that with my kid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joe, what do you got? Man, background noise. Good movie though. If I want to sit down and watch it for a second, you know, I can do that. Um. I think I've used this before for something else, but I think it works out here too. Is uh, Catch Me If You Can. I knew you were going to say it. I knew. Oh, it. it's, just, it's a perfect it's movie. A it is a perfect movie. It, it really is. is. Undefeated. Yeah. It really is. 
Oh, I got. I mean, I I like Catch Me If You. I'm a big Leo fan. Okay. Yep. I love Leo. Like, despite what other people think, I do think that The Revenant is a fucking bomb ass movie. Dude, yeah. watch the. You see it in theaters? Of course. Yeah. Did I see it in theaters? Are you serious? Are you serious? Dude, <laughs> that ex- that experience in theaters was insane. It's amazing. It's an amazing film. It's. I don't call it a movie. I call it a film. It's amazing. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I am. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm going. Listen. I'm going Cool Hand Luke. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Comes on AMC every now and then. You don't get it as much as you get Oceans. But when you get Cool Hand Luke, that's one of those things where you take your kid and you sit him down and you say, hey, watch this. There's a good one. You got to stop is, the egg scene and everything. And yeah, that, 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 listen, I'm, I'm going to be, I've seen this movie 75 times. So I'm going to be in the kitchen making pizza dough. But you, this is a thing for you. Nice. Get up your grounded. Paul Newman, George Kennedy. Yeah. Joe Van Fleet. You got Joe uh Joy Harmon in there. Like did yep. cast was loaded. It randomly wasn't that kind of sort of based on parchment. Was it? Oh, I don't know. I don't I, 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 have I, no I remember idea. like hearing that somewhere, like that's what they modeled kind of the the prison and stuff like that. It was either that or the one in Louisiana. Angola. It was either Parchment or Angola. Oh, and I thought it was based on Angola, yeah. That's, it might be Angola. That might be it, yeah. Oh, shit, they tied it up with two minutes left. Oh, oh boy. Florida. Florida State? No, Panthers. Oh. Well, Ozzy Albies just walked it off on the Mets. You hate to see it. I I am... <laughs> we are College World Series family here, so I got to check that score now. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Oklahoma took it. Oklahoma took it. So it's over. It's done. Yeah, it's over. Okay. It, was, it was three, three to one. So, they, okay. shocker. Florida State put up a valiant effort, but well, Zach is just stalling. That's why <laughs> no, he always no, goes got, last. He does this. I got my moves after the quarter. We have. We last. all have. We 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 have the three of us have two movies left to pick. He's got four, three. Excuse, mm-hmm. We have two left to pick. He has three. Right. All right. Hard crack before this on the corn can bush light. It never uh, comes through. It just doesn't come through on the mic. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it does. Does come this come through? Let me see. A little bit. It goes bloop. a little bit. Little, oh, yeah, little, was, was, yeah, little turn on the rim. Um, it's a recent film. Mm-hmm. But God damn, if I don't just fucking love it. And it's so damn funny. The nice guys. Nice guys. Uh, okay. Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, it's so funny. Like those two together. It's man, it's just it's so Ryan Gosling. It's funnier than it 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 is funnier than it has any business being. Is that fair? Like that? I think that's the best description. It's funnier than it has any. It's a very good movie, but it's funnier than it should be. Yeah, like you 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 read the premise, like you read the Wikipedia page, and you're like. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd probably be fine. And then like it's like uh, Gosling and Crow together are pretty. Hey, it's good. a guy with a cast. <laughs> yeah, who's not I'm that d- good at his job? I'm dealing with an injury here. <laughs> I'll I'll say this: that movie's almost funny enough to where it can't be a background movie for me. If it's on, I'm probably actually going to sit down and then <laughs> I got to take part in that movie. I got to take part in it. Okay, dude. What when we- I um. 
I will throw that movie on and my wife will always just like be on the couch and she will start snickering. But as Mm -hmm. soon as Papa was a Rolling Stone starts in the beginning, that that intro music and she always looks over at me and she's like, are you putting this on again? And I'm like, you goddamn right. (laughs) You better believe it. All right, York round two. What we got. All right. This is in honor of my late puppy, Frank. Um, Every day, like it was his lifetime background show, background movie. One of my favorite background movies that I, it might be the same situation where I sit down and have to watch it. I love it so much. The Tarantino film, Django Unchained. Dude, you did leave that on for Frank all the time. But every day I'd go to work, I'd leave in the kennel. I was like, Frank, you watch Django? And you just appreciate your life. You, know, you just appreciate what's going on. One of the greatest um, soundtracks ever. Um, 100 Black Coffins is... Oh, like, I, I'll still... I, I will text it to my dad. Like, my dad loves Django, too. My dad's a big Western guy. That's how I'm a Western guy. Yeah. And... Are you kidding? A hundred black coffins for a hundred bad men. Rick Ross, man. Dude doesn't miss. Dude, my, my mom caught when I was a little heavier, my mom was like, he looked like Rick Ross. And I was like, I don't like coffins. I was like, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I think it's God, that's what you asked me to say. Like it's, it's bad for my health, but like from a look standpoint, have you have you guys seen Rick Ross what he's doing now? Uh, okay, no. uh, so the the shit that went viral, do you think that was real? Yes, because that was like what two seventy five. Yeah. He was benching with his legs up. Oh, I don't know if the benching is real. I thought you were talking about the the guard, the like the the farming stuff. Like, I was gonna say, yeah, I can't be like oh, a <laughs> like he's so like there a, was he's like a full on farmer, like cutting trees down, and has like horses and like hell yeah. <laughs> He's got horses, mules, like cows. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Just- okay. So there was so there's a video that went viral this week where he's in like I guess his home gym and he's got what looked like 275 on the bench and he gets down to to bench it and there's a guy that's there spotting him and he's pumping it and then every time the guy comes in he's like get the fuck away. Like yelling at the guy to like, don't spot me. And then he puts one leg up and then it's still going. That's and then he puts his, Yeah. And then he puts both legs up and starts doing like leg raises and is still benching it. I mean, that's that, uh, got that farmer strength. I mean, I mean but what is that? 275 is what? That's two wheels and a 25? Yeah. I mean, I'm not doubting it, but like, I was like, damn, like you. God, okay. I, 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 I just, I just looked at myself and I was like, why do I know this math? <laughs> you, you, you know, the, yeah, you know, the plates, you, you know, the math. Um, All right. Dude, whose turn is it? It's, is it Joe's your turn? Joe, it's your my turn. I'm surprised this hasn't been taken off the board yet, but I feel like, I feel like some folks have gone like a little serious with this, but I'm going true background stuff here. Yeah. I think, Having Con Air on in the background, perfect. <laughs> oh, just being able to kind of glance over, see the scene, move away. I'm going to check it out again. That to me, that that's a perfect background. Just have it on move. See, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna speed it up a little bit. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go with the movie that I bet my wife is watching right now downstairs. <laughs> the Fugitive. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
Damn. Dude, U.S. Marshals was on TV the other day. When I put oh, I put that's... the TV on for the dogs, and I was like, "Y'all are watching U.S. Marshals." <laughs> yeah, dude. We between Con Air, the Fugitive, and uh, Air Force One. Yeah, let's say Air Force Y'all. One. Air Force One. Dude, you can't beat it. <laughs> yeah, I've always I've always said that if like and they Tommy don't make Lee... movies like that again. No. Yeah. No, or anymore I'm... again? What am I anymore? I've always said Tommy Lee Jones is like a great, like he would be a good, like SEC head coach. He was, he used to coach <laughs> Texas. Remember you know, you know he was roommates with Al Gore. <laughs> yeah. He went to fucking Yale. Yeah. They were roommates though. For real. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like recently looked that up on Wikipedia and was like, what? But the, the, can um, you imagine if, if literally if Tommy Lee Jones, he was like, I'm going to go into every hen house, our house, this house, this house, this house and we're going to, we're going to find them. We're going to get them players. We need them to have dog in them. We, they got to have dog in them. I want them to have a rooster in them. I want to have a bird in them. I want to have a chicken in them. I want these guys to go out there and get this thing done. We're going to do it. And like I'm like, what? That's – and people are like, hell yeah. That's – yes, absolutely. What he said. And, like, he didn't say anything that made sense. It's like, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Did U.S. Marshals, the speech when he – tells uh when he's like i don't bargain just yeah it's just a remake it's a remake of him doing the fugitive when harrison ford says i didn't kill my wife he goes i don't care i don't care (laughs) he throws the hands up uh yeah uh all right um might be controversial because of Uh the the run of films that he's had in the franchise I'm a big Spectre guy. I know Skyfall Spectre. is big. I You're fucking Spectre. The one shot in the beginning wow. of that is amazing. And I love like I will throw that on. Christoph Waltz is an incredible villain. The movie is and, like eight hours too long. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's so long, but that's why it's good background music. That's why it's good background film. I was gonna say I, th- I that one I think does work because it really I'm not gonna sit down for that long. But and then <laughs> dude, some shit. Leah Sado as Madeline Swan is is great. Um, I mean Sam Mendes as a, as a director is just like he, the dude is just the song's awesome. good too. And yeah, I yeah. get it. Because I, I just mean, it, and I love I'm, I love Skyfall, but like I just always like Spectre. I always put it on. Give me, give me Casino Royale, dude. That that that's, parkour that's scene. The, goat. That yeah. par, the parkour scene. Oh, do you? Okay, so while we're on Bond, what do you think about Quantum of Solace? Love Quantum of Solace. Okay, thank you. I love it. I think it's great. It always great. gets shit on. Great film if, in the franchise. If it's they, I think, I think. Um, Casino Royale is number one for me in the Daniel Craig Bonds. Mm-hmm. Then I would go Quantum of Solace. And then you get to these next ones, and it's just like you got to trim some fat. Yeah. Because it's they're too long. The movies are there's whole parts of Skyfall Inspector where it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why, why? Why is why? this happening? Yeah, is this the same movie? And like it's it's like a movie 
You know, and I guess, but I will say this, you might be right because you can fall asleep during Spectre. Yeah. And then wake, wake up. up wake up. And oh, you yeah. didn't miss anything. <laughs> oh, I didn't miss and, anything. We're fine. And I mean, like, Judy Dench is just incredible. She's awesome in all of them. Shout out the dame. Oh, just incredible. All right. Last, last round. round. All right. What we got? I hate to go like Tarantino twice. <laughs> Pulp Dude, I hate it. Do what? You said Pulp Fiction? No. I said I hate to, I, I hate to go Tarantino twice, but Inglorious Bastards is the okay. same, same kind of movie. Like I like I love the long movies. Cause the same thing like you can it's background it's something you can cut on at nighttime like you're flipping through that like pineapple I, i'm not now stop i'll stop but like you, you pineapple express that. yeah i just i love that i will go to sleep with that all the time i've been <laughs> here <laughs> been in here trying to get a motherfucking scholarship <laughs> i thought I hurricane season was over <laughs> i love it i love it but no i like a, like christoph waltz like phenomenal yep like he's great he was great in both of those films. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was so good in both of them. I thought you were going to go Kill Bill there, by the way. Mm. I thought you, I was 100% sure you were going to go Kill Bill. Uma. I've never seen Kill Bill. Unbelievable. I know. That's probably one of Tarantino's best. I've never. You get mad at me for not seeing Marvel him. movies, and then you throw out that you haven't seen Kill I Bill. I just haven't. I don't know what it is. Are you, are you a Marvel guy? I don't, I don't mind Marvel. I like Marvel. I'm, I've, I've fully checked out. I think I have two. That's Zach. Why. You're a Marvel guy. Yeah, I love it. I just I checked in. <laughs> I I like them at the start because they were telling the stories in an interesting way, and then I was like, oh, they're just like milking people, like for exactly yes. Yeah, it, it's too oh, much it's... jumping around. Like it's too like I, I can't. Like remember, like the whole Ant Man, all that stuff. I can't remember in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know where I left off. And like yeah. I, I don't, and like I don't know. I'm, I don't care to go back and figure out where I left off. That's right. my and that's my second favorite superhero franchise. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, just like Marvel, like the Marvel Universe is my. What second. is your first favorite? Uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, I love Fast and Furious. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Come on! Did you call Fuck that a yeah. superhero franchise? Yeah, they're superheroes now. <laughs> Those I mean, are they are now. They I mean. come back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. They're bringing well, everyone back. They're either superheroes now or they're religious figures. Like it's one of the two. Like I mean, hey, Felder, have you seen Fast X? No, I haven't seen. I man, oh, the last I haven't been. So when I was in Chicago, which is in October, we like the movie situation in Chicago sucks shit. It's really bad. <laughs> like it just is a bad situation. Wait, like, where did y'all live in Chicago? In Lincoln Park. Okay. So and we was, lived in Logan Square and we had Logan Theater right there. Yeah. And it was great. Right. And we we had a small local theater on Fuller on Fullerton, but they didn't show like big movies. Mm. What showed big movies was the one that was across like right on the river. And it just it sucked. It was they tried to retrofit a theater with right. instead of doing stadium seating. They just were like, oh, we'll just take out all the seats and then charge you more for these recliners that are gross. Right. Yeah. And there was also a. Um, what's it called? 
air a doesn't matter one of the nice theaters was there but they were just it was like a hassle to get to so it just was a bad situation and they also didn't do movies at like you know 10 30 in the morning oh when are I, you big I'm, are you big solo movie guy solo i'm solo movie morning movie fuck yeah i used to go to a i used to go to a movie every day or excuse me i used to go to a movie every friday at nine like 30 in the morning it's like every day jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) i well i used to go at least i i would go at least once a week but there were times that i'd go twice a week Dude, your regal points are just blown through the Fuck roof. Regal, I was going to AMC. <laughs> I was going to AMC. I was using my Stubbs points. I was pre-ordering my concessions. Jeez. And they would just be there when you get there, and so you just like, dude, scan your QR code and then pick up your concessions, and then you just go to the movies. Okay, real quick, what's your what's your concession in a movie? I go large popcorn so I can get refill, and then I go water because all the every movie theater now has the um, oh, 360 yeah. machine. The fucking it's, worst. They're nasty. You can't get a regular drink. Like if you get a Dr. Pepper, it's going to have like cherry Fanta fucking Sprite <laughs> in or some shit. It's going to have orange Fanta mixed with cherry Sprite. And you're like, what? I don't want this. I don't. This is all I want is a plain Sprite. Change yeah. nozzle. Like plain. Listen, plain. I'm going to tell you, plain Sprite and plain coat out of a fountain hit hard. Yeah, Sprite. Yeah. Sprite out of a fountain during the summertime. Yeah. That's life. That's good. And then if you get it, but then you try to get that and you look at it and you're like, Same. somebody, somebody definitely got, you know, Fanta cherry in the Like, this is bad. I don't want this. <laughs> so I just get a water, but I go. No candy. I, no candy. No candy. Okay. okay. I got plenty of candy in my house. I go straight up get that and then i go here's what i do i show up to the movies on time unlike other people uh, what, is on, what is on time previews right i'm there for the trailers yes 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 and i eat as much popcorn as i can during the trailers and then when it's a trailer that i've already seen i go get a refill of popcorn <laughs> and then come right. back and then have you guys ever heard of run p Oh, is this is this a um, thing that tells you when to go pee during movies? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. So I plug Run P into my phone, so I know, and I hit start, <laughs> so I know when I can go out and get another refill of popcorn. What a brilliant idea that was! Like, what? A, yeah. Like, good lord! That's All like right. in that's like in knocked up when they had the website that told you when like there Mr. were were. <laughs> but also, can I just tell you guys this? When you get the popcorn. <laughs> Thing you can do put straws in the popcorn you can use one straw or you can put like straws in the popcorn for the self-serve butter and then the butter goes down into the popcorn through the straw so that Ooh. does work it does absolutely work okay i'm gonna try wow yeah do you get do you get any powder no, I'm, I'm no, I charge I, for it now, man. I go, I go, I don't, I don't like, I just like the salt. Yeah. Okay. See, I, so, well, George, you said salt. they charge you. I keep that thing on me. 
Well, I keep that well, white cheddar. I did that too, but now like if you used to let it sit for too long, like it just blocks up. You got it's just a brick. Well, you, you know what you need? You got to get the flavor call. You were talking about that on Hand in the Dirt. Please explain because I am very. You got to get flavor call. Flavor call is the popcorn seasoning they use at movies. Okay, so mm-hmm. do they do like white cheddar and different stuff? They they sell different flavors of it, but I use the regular like butter flavor call, but. You can get different flavors, but yes, it is. Okay. But if you go, you go straw in your bucket, move the straw up, move the straw down, move the straw up, like, and then you've got popcorn through your whole thing. Or excuse me, you got butter through your whole thing, and then you add in your flavor call as you go. So, yes. That's crazy. Where are we at? We're waiting on Joe. Oh yeah, it's yeah. me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it up and win here. I think I've done a pretty good job so far. Uh, the departed. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. departed. Yeah, because I've Typical. seen it enough to where I don't have to pay attention Typical. to it. But I like when it's on in the background. It's not a great movie. I understand that a lot of people hate it. It's a remake. It's not as good as what he remade it off of and everything. But it's a good background. Remember background. It's a good background yeah. movie. Background. All right, I'm gonna go quick too. I'm going Friday. Oh yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm going Friday. Man. All right. What do you got for us? All right. I'm going a little more recent again, but I love it. We put it on all the time. The Martian. You I like a, that movie. That movie. I, I love a movie that makes me feel really fucking dumb. <laughs> Where it's like everybody in this film is so smart. <laughs> and it like... <laughs> It like makes me feel dumb, but also like I'm learning things while I watch this. And I don't feel like Donald Glover doesn't get enough credit. His character in that movie is just incredible. The whole scene where he's telling them how they can get everybody back. And he's using the props from like the conference room to do it. And then just Matt Damon is just just a G. And then, I mean, that cast is loaded. Jessica Chastain. Um, it's wow. I love it. I, I honestly, if you gave me a hundred choices, I would have never picked that film ever. <laughs> Randomly, honestly, honestly, when you the Golden Globe for best comedy or musical or something like that, like it was yeah. in a really weird Golden Globe thing. Yep. Did it? Honestly, when you said yeah, the Martian, comedy. I thought of Mars Attacks. Yeah, that's funny. I'd that. have that on in the background. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> Those aliens go. So, so, here, so here's what we got. We got Ocean's Eleven, Django, and Inglorious Bastards. All right, lock it up. We've got Catch Me If You Can, Con Air, and The Departed. We got Nice Guys, Spectre, and The Martian. Ooh. And we have Cool Hand Luke, The Fugitive, and Friday. We know Zach's in last place. It's not tough. You're in last place. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Bro, you went with The Martian. (laughs) The Martian kind of did it in for you, I think. Yeah. That's a great film. That's like throwing an interception when you are in the lead and it's a pick six. This is a classic classic Bryn Renner move. (laughs) Wow. That's that's actually a – first off, that's a Seth Hennigan move, not a Bryn Renner move. Seth Hennigan. It's a Seth Hennigan Dude, are you kidding me? The Martian? Do you not like it? No, I don't. 
I boycotted it after it won in that category. So I, I watched. I watched it. I. It took me. You know how you. It took me two weeks to watch the Martian. <laughs> Did you watch the extended edition? No, I just was like, "This is." I'm falling asleep now. <laughs> Where they show all the footage of like Matt Damon when he's like super skinny. Like I literally was like, "Okay, I guess I'm gonna try to watch the Martian now." And then I was like, "Well, you know what I'm gonna do? Go to sleep." <laughs> This is, I'm not watching this. Oh, what is he growing? Potatoes? You could say that Mark Watney is like an OG hand in the dirt guy on Mars. Man, I don't want him to be a listener of our show. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's growing crops on Mars. I'm going to go get supplies. Y'all keep breaking it. I just, all I'm saying is like the nice guys, very good. I love that. That's good. Spectre, I think you picked the wrong Bond movie, but I understand, and it's good. Spectre, is that the one that starts at Dia de los Muertos? Yeah, I was going to say the one shot where he's walking. Very cool. That's super cool. And then The Martian, it's just like, how can we drive a car off a cliff? So so this has just turned into, like, Felder's just cooking my draft picks here. I mean, I just, I'm not, I mean, I'm only cooking (laughs) one of your picks. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Can I mean, I usually you? I usually win all these drafts. So, like, if I don't get one, like, that's fine. You didn't win today. I can tell you that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, catch me if you can. Fantastic. And especially for, like, like my wife, she loves Tom Hanks. Yep. Yeah. And Boston accent's very good in that one. Yeah. So, we got Catch Me If You Can, Con Air. She loves, like, that's a movie that, like, me and my wife can just, like, kick it with. No problem. And then we've got The Departed. That feels great. We get to see Martin Sheen get thrown off a roof. Always great. good. It's always fantastic. Leo, Leo gets shot in the face coming off yep. the elevator. Yep. I, you can't beat it. <laughs> is John Hamm in that movie? No, John Hamm is in The Town. That's what I would <laughs> Wahlberg's yeah. in that movie just being the most Boston he can be. Yeah, can we throw The Town on one of these lists too? Because I think The Town is something that... it's one of my It's one of my best films. That's a good. That's a good background movie. The town. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good I've one. also been seeing the the meme of Affleck going. I gotta ask you for something. I can't tell you what we're gonna do, but we're gonna hurt some people. Yeah. <laughs> so you, fellow, you mentioned. Taken? <laughs> you mentioned your mom said you looked like Rick Ross at one point. Yes. So I've had a bunch of people tell me that I look like Jeremy Renner. You kind of look like Renner. So, like, I have a bunch of friends that make that joke all the time. They're like, oh, like, are you going to go fucking rob Fenway Park? Like, what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing today? <laughs> hey, take it easy, Hawkeye. Whose car are we taking? That The Hawkeye thing is even more funny. That's funnier than the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. town stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you're a superhero. What's your what's your superpower? Oh, like, I'd shoot a fucking bow and arrow. So, oh, you can't, oh, you can't even hook up with Black Widow because you have a family, a secret family? <laughs> He got all his many friends on when he tried to have to kill himself instead. <laughs> He's just being a nice guy. He's respecting Colin Jost, all right? Yeah, that worked out. So what else we got? We got Ocean's Eleven. I think that's undisputed. That might be the best pick of the draft. So yeah. good. Django is great. But I will say this. Django gets me activated. So like that's, 
that's not like that's not a that's not a behind the scenes movie that's like yo the glue oh, this is more and more in respect for my dog so because like i literally think about like bomb because i'm gonna get it on to like get it going <laughs> and then inglorious bastards yes i can do inglorious bastards in the background um cool hand luke that's a good background for me Although once my kid gets a little older, that's going to be like an active watch. The Fugitive, pure background for sure. And that's Friday. Friday. Friday, Friday was snuck up on me, man. Yeah. Because Dude, I, I I watched Friday so many times growing up. I got a couple movies left on the list that I wanted to say. Scarface. For okay. background? Yeah. That's aggressive. Bro. I, <laughs> I started watching. My brother got the double because Scarface was so long that it had two. Yeah, I was going to say as long as shit. And we started watching that when we were in like sixth or seventh grade. (laughs) So it was just like we would get home from school and just watch Scarface every day. (laughs) And so like literally if I look at my brother, if like my brother and I will just be like, Elvira, Elvira. And we'll be like, and now the leg. <laughs> so like it's it is a background movie now because it was a movie that we watched and then we had to like oh shit, mom and dad are home. Yeah. Turn it off. Turn it off. Pretend like we're doing homework. I remember the movie that we had that was too uh was it Titanic? It was Titanic, and the boobs were in the second second. Uh, yeah, you got you got to put in that second. You got to put in that second tape first. Skip all the skip all the preamble. Skip all that the bullshit. Tape. Yeah, let's find me can the I, John boobs. Can I throw in Christmas Vacation? Of course you Fucking, can. Yes, I yeah. I will I will fight people if they do not want to watch that around Christmas time. I don't I don't like Christmas movies, but Christmas Vacation just. As a movie, as a just in general, quotable. Quote, oh yeah, are you kidding me? Like walking around my dad and being like, "Look, you can't even see the lines." <laughs> and yep. like, my dad's like, "Yeah, it's a little bit nipply. It's a tit bit nipply out here." <laughs> and my you dad's serious, like, Clark? "Yes, you serious, Clark? Shitter's full. Shitter's full. Yeah, my mom will always. I say, don't know. Looking for somebody at Christmas. Look at somebody. She's like, "Where is it?" She's like, "Nick." And like Nick's like right behind him. We're like, Russ. Okay, Siri. <laughs> Siri just popped in. <laughs> I but no, I like literally like Christmas vacation more than any other movie. Like that one is just like I didn't even think about it because I think yeah. about it as a Christmas movie, but there is I don't think there's a more background movie than Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah. Because if you're if you're hosting Christmas or you're at a Christmas, it's literally it's on. Yeah. And you're whether you're cooking or you're setting the table, or you're doing this, it's always like it's on. And you just hit that one little thing of like, oh, he's gross. Dude. When she has to sleep with her, when she has to sleep with her in her brother's bed or whatever, she's like, he's gross. I have nightmares when he tells me I'm not sleeping next to him. She calls him, she calls him a fungus. Yes, that's what it is. Not he's gross. He's a fungus. <laughs> okay. That's so you, the most that's the most background movie. So you brought up Christmas movies. Which uh, home alone, are you home are you original or two? 
Home Alone one, especially after living in Chicago and like living near that house. Did you ever go see it? No, because I don't care about that. Okay. <laughs> I worked. Right. I worked up in the burbs, and a bunch of my coworkers would go and see it. No, I saw the. You know what I did see is the Family Matters house. Hell yeah! Right before they tore it down. They tore it down. Yeah. What? Yep. It's too big. Fucking. They can fit like eight other houses. Gentrification, there. man, just fucking yeah, ruined in shit. Lincoln Park. Jesus. Next to DePaul. Oh <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, no. So we got. I think we got a good list, and I do think that. I think I. I mean, I really do. I think Christmas vacation, or you know what it could be, because I'm. I'm thinking when I think background, I'm not just thinking about for myself. It could also be a Christmas story. I was going to say like that. Because mm. like, they just play, yeah, all day long. He, he just does it for 20 hours. all day long. 24 hours of it. Yeah. I, I think both of those fit into that world. As I get older, I don't like it as much. I'm the same way. I, yeah, like it's it's no. fine. Like I, I, It's all right. No, I don't like it. <laughs> it's just kind just, of necessary but it's on yeah it's yeah. on yeah it's on do you, do you watch die hard around christmas i don't I, like I, i'll watch die hard any day yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah like i I like i think it's an actual really good piece of like filmmaking like of storytelling die hard 2 is a very interesting movie but i really like die hard 3 i like die hard 3 more than die hard 2 because Iron 3 is the one with Samuel L. Jackson, and they have to work together to figure out what they're going to do and how this works and the whole deal. But Die Hard is just, I think that's a really cool like piece of filmmaking, personally. And so I'll watch that no matter what. I kind of shy away from it at Christmas time because I yeah. don't want to be involved in the, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah. <laughs> Conversations. But no, I, I think Die Hard is actually a really, like, Imagine if they just made one Die Hard and they they just made one. That just the first one. It would have been perfect. You're like, oh, this is yeah, like right. No notes. We're done. <laughs> and Reginald Vell Johnson, I mean, you brought up family matters, like yeah. just an love, OG. Love me some Regi- Reginald Vell Johnson. What a guy. Carl, um his name Carl? Yeah. Okay. I, I know he's, he's not. New, I'm going blank, but he's Carl in the new Winslow. Too. Winslow, yeah. Carl Winslow. Because I, I almost called him Carl Weathers, and I was like, no, that's the guy that's in Rocky. Yes. <laughs> Rocky, hey. another. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to send you guys this picture. I was, I was him for Halloween one year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ch- Chubbs Peterson? Yeah. Oh, Chubbs. <laughs> please, please tell me you have like a paper mache hand or something. I so what I did was I went and bought a um, dish glove, the big ones, <laughs> the long yellow dish glove. Oh yeah. Spray painted it brown, <laughs> and then filled it up with um, plaster. Broke it, <laughs> colored it with sharpie, and then had on the sweater. And just held it in the sweater and was just like, had it like with it all broken outside. 
And I was just like, Gator got my arm. <laughs> he got me. He got me. <laughs> but I literally, but it, yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys the picture, but it was very chill. Like it looked, it looked very, it was my best. It's the best college, uh, Halloween costume I've ever done. I was going to say, that would be a tough one to top, I think. I mean, the it's other, good, own, it was good. That, I was say, that's a good, uh, quick, um, we can go around real quick. Yeah, let's do it. What's your best I, Halloween costume you've ever done? Chubbs. I already, I already yeah, did yeah, it. So, so Felder's got that. That's a off and running. That's, that's an early leader. Um, I did uh, Mayhem from the Allstate commercial. Nice. <laughs> did that. <laughs> Just like wore a suit. And then uh, it was like when he did the, uh, the bit where he was the raccoon in the house. Yes. So I did like the, the dark around the eyes. And then I had like band-aids all over my face and stuff. Did you get confusion as to whether you were that or Tina Fey's boyfriend in 30 Rock? Did you get confused? <laughs> no, dummy. <laughs> That's good. I didn't have to explain it, but then like it was like one of those costumes where like once you explain it, everyone's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that guy. I feel Great bad. But I'm, a ha- I'm a Halloween Scrooge. I, I don't ever dress up. Oh, I give out candy and everything, but I just. Yeah, I just I normally just sit back and drink some beer and give out candy. I hey, I look I get that's what I do now. I give out candy all day. Like I'll hey, go ahead have some candy. Don't matter to me. I remember you college, in, you're like was, in college though because like you like, handed out candy to college and no like <laughs> well I'm not look I'm not gonna Drugs? get I'm not gonna get in the Larry David situation where. You know, <laughs> They're doing stuff to my house or anything. I'm just getting candy to whoever comes there. But like back, like back in the day, I didn't even dress up. Like York would yell at me for not dressing up because we'd go out someplace on Halloween and he'd be like, "Why are you doing this?" I'm like, "I don't care, man. I'm just gonna drink some beer and like have a good time." You could be Carl every year for Halloween, every single year. From I could, yeah, I could. Like I look great in a, a wife beater and bad sweatpants, sweatpants. And a gold chain. We don't call them wife beaters anymore. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Um, Wife eaters. <laughs> what is it? What are those shirts actually called? I'm going blank for some reason. A frame, a frame tank tops. Tank tops. That's it. What are those shirts called? Tank tops. <laughs> the undershirt with all the cutouts and whatnot. The your, what's your what's, best? What's your best? What's, what's the undershirt that doesn't like go all the way over your sleeve? It just is right here. Just keep it on them traps, dog. Tank top. I don't have one that I'm like super proud of, but I know remember one that I was in college. I was um, Chad, and four of my buddies were the um, other wireless carriers, mm-hmm. like the AT and T guy, the team of yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I was Chad because I was the only blonde guy. <laughs> um, I did have I did have a guy in one of my sales classes, um, development classes. He was he showed us staying with him and his wife. His wife was a pumpkin, and he had a bunch of purple around his mouth, and he was Peter Peter. Mm. The pumpkin eater? The pumpkin eater was fucking hilarious. Oh, that's actually very funny. Now, we'll say late addition, because you once you involve a kid, it's impossible to not be adorable. But um, I don't do adorable. You don't do adorable? No, not me. Come on, your kid's got to be adorable. Oh, my kids, she's cute as hell, but I'm not <laughs> see, doing that's, shit. See, that was the thing was like, I was like, 
this was topical at the time, but then also I was like, we, we, we throw the kid in there and it's a home run, but we were, uh, Johnny and Moira Rose. Uh, from Creek. Yeah. And then, uh, we, we put my son as David in like a little motorized car and we put a little <laughs> sign on the car that just said, just write it off. And it was a hit. Cause like I did, it's like, we like, uh, dyed my hair gray to be Johnny, to be Eugene Levy. You dyed it gray? You didn't just put flour in it? <laughs> no, actually, no, you're right. Actually, my wife just did that. A actually. powder or flour or anything? Yeah, it was something. By the way, check powder. your DMs. I just sent you a thing. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Send it to them so they that can see it. That is awesome. Dude, you look yeah. just like him. Yeah, I know. That's incredible. Yeah. All right. But I'm, if I listen, if I listen, if you're gonna go to town, you might as well go into Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. All right. So last thing here as we wrap up the show, Felder, we normally have <laughs> what happened? Dude, the hand, the hand is just hilarious. Like, oh, okay. It's all, it's all perfect, but it's just that the hand is just perfect. Just that dead, like lifeless. Oh my god! I was trying to picture it. <laughs> Nailed it. I thought I thought Felder was like doing like a thing. Like, what, are we ending the show? Like, what? Let's keep no, going. I've got uh, hours. York has to get drunk real quick. Yeah, get drunk real quick. Yeah. So we so we do a thing, Felder, where where York is the designated uh, unboxer. Mm-hmm. So he unboxes. Unboxing? He unboxes. What do we got, York? So usually we just do you know. Kind of a bit. We just do some some kind of random seltzers I've never had, or something different. Well, you've been kind. drinking. You've been drinking high noons, right? I know, but I'm just that's just my sip beer. But this one's you know something that's always got a variety pack that we can you know try out. Tonight we got Lover Boy variety pack. Man, do you oh. know about do you know about this? I never had it before. Do you it's know from the, the guy from Summer House, right? Yes. What yeah. is that? Jeez. Bravo show. I don't know. Are y'all not like keeping up with Vanderpump and all that stuff? No, Joe. It's a show. It's a it's a show on Bravo. It's called Summer House. This is Kyle, Kyle's brand of drink. Kyle and Carl work together to sell lover boy. Carl is sober now. He's engaged to Lindsay. That that was wild. Mm -hmm. Now it rings a bell from Hand in the Dirt. Now this is yeah, this is your shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it shows I get to watch and actually I don't care about because my wife watches them, but I actively do watch them See, and we we'll keep up with the storylines. Yeah, that's what I do with uh, Paige love, sucks. That's what I do with Love Is Blind. Yeah, we watch. Uh, yeah, I, I mean we. I mean Love Is Blind is on in my house all the time. You, you hate watch it. Yeah, I don't hate watch it. I hate that my wife <laughs> is watching it. <laughs> Yeah, Loverboy. Okay, let's do it. All right, Loverboy. Yeah, Those are on pack. sale at the Harris Theater in my in my place too. Yeah, I found it. Kroger. It says, it says, "Oh yeah, zero sugar." So we're all we're actually going to die here. That's not true. Yeah, you're healthy. Yeah, <laughs> like one hundred percent untrue about the zero sugar. Zero sugar. There's no way there's not sugar in there. Whoa! Right, whoa. First one, we got. Um, Felder's what? already commenting on how you open the box. That was insane. Just black. like a normal human being. Yeah, like a I'm the average American. Black cherry vanilla. Oh. Made with love, real ingredients, real people. And you're telling me that there's no sugar in it. That's what they say. 
black cherry vanilla with no sugar. I was going to say that's either going to they're going to somehow pull it off or it's going to be horrible. This is going to taste disgusting. That's why it's on sale. Prepare yourself for how he drinks these. Oh, yeah, I could told I could have told you this. God. <laughs> there it is. There's the face. You're going to get sick, man. Disgusting. All right. <laughs> it's like a shocker. It's like gross. A, medicine. It's medicine. All right. Yeah, you're supposed. You got to put sugar with it to help it go Is this down. the watermelon one? No, no, no. It's hot pineapple hibiscus. Pineapple hibiscus. With this no. too. Real great. Have you guys ever bought a hibiscus plant? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, they're expensive as shit. So I like this. Better, this better be high quality then. No, <laughs> what this means is it's going to be the opposite of that. <laughs> oh, it's a hard tea. Wait. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Oh, it's not good. Would you rather drink that or Sonic tea, York? Sonic. That's bad. That's really yeah. bad. That's yeah, that was, bad. Yeah. There's no pineapple on that at all. <laughs> mango pear, a little bit more promise than this one. Yeah. Right, yeah, mango pear. Good. This this might actually be somewhat decent. That's, that's I don't hate, actually I don't hate the design good. of the cans. Especially this one. All right. Some of these... No, never mind. That's all I'm need. Hey, what's the color of the one that says it's tea? Is it actually like tea flight, like color? You, you got to get a glass so we can see what color these things are. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. But. <laughs> <laughs> that was clear. That was clear. <laughs> all right. Mango up here. Promising. This is good. This one's good. Not making the face. Good. It's good. That's good. Mm. Oh, oh. That's solid. We got, we got a winner. We got a Folks, winner. We didn't, we didn't have any. We didn't have any tears shed. We didn't have any violent bits of the face. Whatever. That was just pure enjoyment out of that one. Was last it just a three? Is just a three pack? Okay, there's one more. Last tea or last tea? Well, last tea. It's iced tea and lemonade. Okay, you can't screw that up. You can't screw that up. Yes, you can. Shout out to the Arnold Palmies, the LeBron Palmies. Oh, you like those? Yeah. I, love them. I love these fucking shoes. Oh, Dude, I didn't even, why did we not talk about sneakers on this I was going to say, we, oh, we, we didn't close on sneakers. Because he, we don't need to feed his addiction because it's just too, it's. Uh, I, I think Feller's got some takes on the Jaws. It's not an addiction if you are Brandon. getting shoes that are cool. Keep us keyword there. Very true. Have you yeah, tried the it. have you tried the Bojangles sweet tea? Dude, we don't have it here. Yep. Oh, uh, you guys can't get the so Bojangles makes a hard sweet tea. That Is it good? Mm. It tastes like Bojangles tea. Makeup pear, black cherry vanilla. Um no. And hot pineapple hibiscus. Wait, they fucked up the Arnold Palmer? 
Yeah, it's just yeah, it's 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 it tastes like it tastes like a shitty brisk. Like a and I love brisk. Like a warm brisk. Like a brisk tea, like the brisk yes, like nest tea brisk. Yeah, like the like the claymation oh, wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Rocky. I'm like Jack Rexist. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe that. All right. So what do you think about those? We're gonna we're gonna we gotta wrap up because I gotta go because see my wife. What what are the jaws? You like them? I do like I like the jaws. I like the um only thing that I didn't like, I like the design of them, but I I just wouldn't ever wear them was a scratch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had them and I sold them. I actually didn't. I'll get them again down the line. But um, I have the I have my son the water bottles, which is an awesome kid shoe, mm-hmm. and I've got the um, family trivia ones. I want the day ones. I just cannot find the day ones. Mm-hmm. I do like them though. But I've wore I've worn the uh, family trivia a ton. Yeah. Okay. I like those a lot. And the, I just of course, not- I haven't got my hands on the. Um, Hungry, is it called hungry? What I want it, the, it is hungry, but you know they, they look like either one Spider Man shoes or yeah, police car shoes, which is bad timing on his part. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and I'm not used to that. Like I'm not used to shoes being two different colors, and as and a lot of his shoes too. If you notice, they've got either different tongues or different yeah something different color on each of them. Which I think is cool. The the two different whole color whole shoes, color shoes is different. That's different. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I, I've tried to get them. You know, but I'd be really iffy. I, I would be very nervous to wear them. Just just because I wouldn't. I just I don't trust myself what to put with them. But if you like unless them, I, unless like I dress up like fucking Spider Man. Yeah, I I'm just waiting on the other colorways. I they're, they're that's the colorway though. That's the whole thing is they're the colorway is they're two different color shoes. And so for me, I the thing that I do, just I, I'm not this isn't me giving advice. I'm just telling you what I do. I just pick like a really subdued outfit. Navy shirt, gray pants, gray black pants. And then the shoe is the thing that stands out. That's what I did today. So I wore these yeah. uh, LeBron and Palmers, and I, yeah. I just got uh, white running shorts and a navy shirt. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. Because I, it, I mean, it's rare to find like all these shoes now. It's rare to find something that you don't look like a fucking idiot, you know. Without if it's one of your shoes, it's totally fine. You yeah. Know? That's 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 the thing. Yeah, I I am. I'm fully like I'm I really am into red sneakers like the 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 grail for me is still even I know Kanye West is a very bad person and he's it's he's a lunatic but if I could get my hands on a pair of red Octobers give me those fucking shoes baby he's got a hunt for them. that's a grail for a lot of people but you can't you can't they don't exist and but like i would wear those with black pants and a black shirt and just have the red be the thing the same thing with i've got um flight suit fives 
uh, the Jordan, the Flight Suit 5 suede Jordans that are all red. Yeah. I've got the all red uh, Bulls over Broadway and the all red. Um, I, oh, I've got the not all red, but the white with the blood splatter LeBron, the LeBrons. And it's just like, make this be the thing. And then everything else just subdued. Yeah. That's how I've been doing it. Oh, yeah. Same thing with like hats with like, like this hat is, is not, that's, this is a like really subdued hat too. Like it's just a, it's the fear of God hat, but like, I've got like the hummingbird and the Miami mornings whole joints. And like, when I wear those, I wear like chill shoes and like the hats, the thing. Yeah. You have one thing that pops. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all I do. Taking so many notes. Yeah, that's like the biggest struggle for me is trying to figure out how to wear high tops as someone that is five ten. I'm five ten, but you're but you're like a, you're a bigger dude. Like it, like you call me you call me fat. Hey, no, he's, like yeah, he's right there. You don't talk about him like that. Broad <laughs> shoulders. You got the beard. Like it no, works. it's. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm actually, I'm six feet tall, but I say I'm 5'10 just because I really like to press guys that are 5'8 that say they're 5'10. <laughs> so yeah, it's like for me, like, cause I, I, I ne- you know, growing up in the South, like I never wore boots because I felt like I'd look stupid in boots. You would look stupid in boots. And you would not look stupid in boots. And I'm, I'm also, boots so what kind of book? That's just what they'll do. I just, Georgia. You could put on a Georgia boot. I'm just not a boot guy. You could put on a Georgia boot. See, I only wore I only wore high tops and even mid, mids. Mids and high tops are like this much of a fucking difference. Yeah, they're, the difference is so minimal. And the difference in the Air Force Ones, too, is like the, it's the, the, strap. the strap. If the strap is connected, the strap. the strap is removable. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a strap. Yeah. So um, I only wear them like to Grizzly games. Yeah. With an out, with like a jersey and outfit, like I'm not gonna wear them. I, I, I just, I cannot. My wife wears my wife wears Jordan once. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say that my wife is also six one, but yeah, those things are not applicable to anything athletic. The Jordan ones, yeah, they're not comfortable. <laughs> I don't know how he played in those. Well, imagine the other shoes, how bad they were. Uh, yeah, and he's also Michael Jordan, so like it worked. But yeah, yeah, I have some ones, and like every time I wear them, I'm just like, man, this is just not conducive. That's, I've I've been living in '90s, and I've been living in Air Max '90s and Air Max ones. So you're yeah, you're the big uh, you're the big Air Max guy. Yeah, I'm a I'm Air Max all day. Like I just. I got, I have two, have you guys tried two seventies? Cause those are also amazing. <laughs> yeah, I did. The, I did the Nike ID for some two seventies and it turned yeah. out perfect. Those things were awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in that world. Like I just, I'm, I'm, Air, I, I have shoes that I wear at my, in my house that are Air Max ones. And then I have Air Max nineties and a pair of Air Max ones that I wear outs that like I will change into when I have to go somewhere. But that's like the Air Max golf shoes are pretty there. They're almost too narrow for my foot, but like the Air Max golf shoes. I only, I exclusively only wear Jordan golf shoes because they're so fucking comfortable. They're comfy. Yeah. They're comfy. Dude. I'm, 
I am, I'm going to have to get back into golfing and I don't know what that's going to look like for me. <laughs> like I, we got, we got to get your contact information as far as we're going to send you a, uh, a custom pair of rad dad, dad shoes. Well, here's what I think I'm going to wear because I don't want to buy new golf shoes. I think I'm going to wear these. These are vapors. Put the cleats in them. These are vapors. Turf fuck. Yeah. These are turf vapors. Those will work. Like they're, they've got the little, you can see the little spikes here. So these are turf vapors. I think this is what I'm going to use for my golf shoes. It's like a, couples yeah it's like a pair of echoes yeah 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 Yeah. this is so this is this is a shoe this is a turf shoe from like from for football yeah 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 those are freaking perfect for it so i'll just this is what i'm gonna wear they're perfect i got them from nike like nike gave these to me and i think this is what i'm gonna wear when i have to go play golf and my dad looked at my looking my dad looked at my golf bag and was like, you have seven, cl- you have six clubs. And I was like, yeah. I was like, George, I got like that. Do you like the backwards? The backwards? I do. Because it's, it's frontwards I, I, on the other one. Oh, that's fucking weird. Is that, that's not the same one Giannis is, is it? No, no, no. These is no, backwards. Giannis's oh, are right. always backwards. They're always backwards. These came out, these are from 2016, 2017. Good. Did you get yeah. those at the opening? Yes. You son of a bitch. As soon as I get invite, as soon as I get full time and working and recruiting, the Nike's like, yeah, we're not doing the opening in Beaverton anymore. Yeah, it's um, it's a it was a massive change when they moved it to Texas. That's for sure God. for everybody. That had to just been like the coolest fucking thing. It was cool. Like it was, I don't know. Like I just, I got, you get to know a bunch of these guys and you have a good time. And, but like I spent, geez, the amount of time that I spent with Trent Dilfer (laughs) in my life is like, whoa, daddy, go Blazers. How would you, how would he not like put a trademark on the word Dilf? (laughs) That's a great point. But no, but like we, like, we were we were in Oregon, but like that was from because we worked with them and I did a bunch of stuff. Like we called the seven on seven that was on ESPN and mm. we did the um Elite Eleven, the finals that were on ESPN. They were like, We're gonna send you like a care package and they also want you to be dressed like I'll never forget. We had a guy that was a out of he wasn't on our crew, he was a director. I was what? about to ask you about the. I think you're going to say what I was going to ask you. Go ahead. What? He was a director and he was like a, he was a freelance director and he came and he had on new balances and they were like, no. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's true. They don't let you on the premise premises if you don't have Nikes on. Nah. That's so, that, that, that's wild, but also like really cool. Like, yeah. they, like he had to put tape on his shoes. I had a I had another guy I had a producer that was working with us and he had on um he had on Nikes but he had on Adidas socks and they were like you got to do something about this dog <laughs> yeah. roll them things down I, I had to explain that to my kids like you know like an Under Armour shirt on and he's like well, Nikes on I was like you're not though well you find something else to wear see you what, can't do that what you're talking about York it is be like, cross branding 
you can't be cross brand. That's what I explained to him. You can't can't do that. that. That's a, that's completely unacceptable. Like that is not a thing that we can, like, we don't do that. Like, it's like, you can't, you cannot walk into a place and be like, Oh, by the way, I have on Nikes with Adidas socks and I have Under Armour shorts. And I'm like, Whoa. Mm." Yeah, Think about if you're up. wearing Adidas headband or or elbow pads. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, dude. If I if if I see a dude playing golf and he's got Nike golf shoes on and he's wearing like an Adidas polo, I'm like, the no. fuck is wrong with you? No, That's, you hit where, where it gets bad in you golf is course logos. People will have on like eight different course logos on their outfit. It's like, dude, calm down. Stick yeah. with one thing. No, Wait, I, I just, think you go one course logo and then you go brand the rest of the way. That's fine. Yeah, I'm no, that, that's acceptable. Like, yeah, yeah. So I've Felder, made it pretty easy for myself because I just buy Nike stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a, I got I got about Nike I got fucking through and through. I got five Tune Squad headbands because they were on sale. <laughs> and listen, those Nike headbands, you cannot beat them. No. I've never had a better headband than a Nike headband. Yeah, when you when you talk about married to the game, this is a Nike house. Yeah. Yes. Like we don't fuck with anything else. Like Nike and AMB. Maybe my wife, South Carolina alum, like we'll we'll throw in some Under Armour here and there. That's it. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, but going back to the high top thing, Felder, like I had those Air Jordan Seven Sapphires. Mm-hmm. I got those on the drop. I was at a wedding in upstate New York. Yeah, and I set a I set a reminder and got those things. And I just, I, I got to figure out how to wear them. So here's what I'm going to say. Two things. Do you want to wear them with pants or you want to wear them with shorts? Pants. I got, I feel like I got to wear them with pants. So you need to have a pants break up. Yeah. Like so joggers. Yes. Like, like joggers. You got to have something where there's separation. Mm. You can't have them over your, over your shoes. Oh yeah, of course. No, it's 2023. You can't be rocking. Yeah, that would, yeah there's no boot cut. After fucking you can't be rocking yeah. Jinkos. I was going, I was, I, I was supposed to be at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and I went and got my tuxedo hemmed up so that I could wear J's at the wedding. Yes. Fuck yeah. Love and that. Like, I was like, no, nah, I can't, like, I can't do this. I have a funeral yeah. to go to next week. I can't be more excited. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the most savage fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Flexing on people at the funeral home. God, look how good my shit looks. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to wear a black shirt, black pants, black Air Force Ones, and my belt is going to be white. And here's why. <laughs> no, no. No, listen, listen. I'm going to wear a white belt. Here's why. Because no. everyone's going to be sitting there in darkness. Oh. I'm going to say, you know what? You look around and you got to find where the light is. And they automatically look down, looking at my belt, and they're halfway there. I'm going to, I'm Jesus. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. That's fine. At least you're not wearing a white belt when you're playing golf because that's an automatic, like, <laughs> that's an automatic press. You are not on the tour. <laughs> you're not wearing a blazer. I don't know. Yeah, this is. I'm you not gotta wear. Them. You have to wear a jacket to a funeral. <laughs> you just, you're just it's fucking. A, hey, 
It's you're Will Muffer. Ferrell. It's Muffer. It's you're Muffer. Will Ferrell from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> you have to wear a jacket to a funeral. I will, but like it's gonna be black too. Yeah, that makes but sense. With a white belt. Yeah, with a white belt. You're it's also, it's also in white belt. I don't, but you're. It's also in Mumford. So like, oh, dude, you're good. You didn't have to. You right. You don't don't have to wear a t-shirt. Dude, those yeah. people are gonna be wearing jeans. Yeah, they're gonna be wearing jeans and t-shirts. Dude. Go Cougars. I. But I can literally take my pick of the litter. Twice I've seen people wear jeans at a funeral, and I was like, "What the? What is happening?" I, dude, I, I hate to, to the judge. Old Missouri. <laughs> I hate to judge because it's a funeral, and it's like whatever. Pay your respect. You said Missouri. Yeah, my mom just went to a funeral in the Boot Hill, Missouri, and she overdressed. And where she at? Really, where at in the Boot Hill? Uh, my folks from my folk. I'm from Haytai. It was in Carothersville. No, south of that. Okay, my that's where my family's from. Yeah, it was Joe from Washington, like watch it. It was from like the Steel area. Okay, I think it was. But she had to go up there, and like it literally was like jeans and t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, and Dude. she was like, "I'm just gonna wear slacks at least. Like I feel bad if I don't do this." That's not I a do. funeral. That's a funeral. 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 My 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 daughter graduated from preschool, which is not a thing. It, yeah, it is too. It's absolutely not a thing. My 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 did. Yeah. What did you what like I was sitting next to my mom and my mom goes, a diploma of what? Yeah. It's a reason to get everybody together, man. And my dad wore <laughs> slacks and I was like, this is insane. <laughs> This is this is where Felder draws the line of like being amped about being a dad. Preschool graduation. Speaking of your daughter, is a shame. What I want to get your daughter also. We're gonna get her a uh, Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. jersey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Michigan State. Mm -hmm. Oh, she'd love. My wife would love that. My wife would love that. Triple. My my wife actually just got her her first pair. Her first pair of um, Jordan ones. Ooh. Have y'all seen the um, Air Force Ones that have the um, Michigan State logo on them? Yeah, you seen those? Mm-hmm. They don't call like I don't call them that for some reason, but they've got well, those. They've got a well, couple of different other ones. What we'll probably end up getting her is like those pine, the pine threes. Ooh, okay. That's what my wife has. So my wife has. So her and my daughter have matching Air Force Ones, the black and reds. Or excuse me, matching Air, um, Jordan ones, the black and yeah. reds. Nice. And she wants to get her the pine threes. Ooh, that, that match. So they Eight. can match. I can tell you one thing: I won't be getting those. I will never wear. Ma- I don't. I don't match. I'm not a matcher. <laughs> okay. I will never match. <laughs> there are times that me and my wife have the same shirt on. And I'm like, mm, well, looks like I'm gonna have to go change because absolutely that or I'm leaving. You have to pick one. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I don't even say anything. I just I just go back into the room and put on a different shirt. I just bingo. Don't... That's exactly what I do too. I do the same exact thing. I'm like, well, I'm going to put my shirt on because this ain't no, this ain't for me. <laughs> so here's last thing here is we, is we okay. Where this is the this is the actual last. I I see what he, I did. He's his last thing that this he does this all the fucking time. 
Well, you know, well, this is also a thing that I do on my show where I say last thing and then we go for another hour. So, yeah, I've I've also turned this into my own thing. (laughs) Uh, So I started when I had uh, or I I didn't have the kid when my wife birthed our first kid. I was like, I'm going to get him Jordans for each year for like his first birthday, second birthday, third birthday. I'm going to try to keep it going as long as I can. But, but like I'm at that point now where like the Jordan Three suck. Why? What are you mean talking about? You just no, I no, just no, told you me. my wife uh, wants to get the Jordan Threes and uh, the Twos. Sorry, suck. sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Completely skip the Twos. No, the, the no the no Threes are good, but like the Twos, like I just skip. You know, like Twos. I like Twos either. Twos to me just look like they almost look like a high fashion thing to me. The twos, was, too. I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it's like a bunny rabbit. It's like, like, what were they doing? Like, just not no, like the, f- the twos don't look like a bunny rabbit, the sixes look like a bunny rabbit, the twos look like uh, they're like a, they're like a dressy, like the twos, thing. the twos look like a shoe from Payless, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but you're right. Rest, right. rest in peace, Shout, Shout out the rack room. Yeah, yeah, rack room. Like but yeah, so we got so we so we got the fourth birthday coming up, and I'm pretty pumped about getting him some fours. Nice. Yeah, the fours are great. I listen. The fours are on on my grill list of um because the fours if they if they don't they don't they haven't made Toro Bravos in a minute, and if I can get some Toro Bravos. For under four hundred bucks, I'm getting them. Do you do you like the crafts of the fours? No, I don't. No, I know the only fours I want are the Toro Bravos. Okay, just the all red joints. Yeah. See, just the see, all red. My grail is the eleven golf shoes, and I just need them to be under one eighty, like the <laughs> Concourse style. Yeah, because they got, stay at two twenty. Yeah, I got a pair. I got a pair of Concords in the in the closet over here not golf just classic concords yeah they're, they're, those don't miss you can't and i got a pair of um you know what i have my nod jordan grail the jason kids um oh, the, the nike the sons the zoom no 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 the the nike zoom oh air, air, the air zoom 95s yeah with the like the the the, the bubble fly, the, the fly eye, yeah, yeah, and I got them. They haven't been released in America yet. <laughs> I got them from Korea. <laughs> built different. Yeah, Zach. They, what, what golf shoe are you talking about? The, the, the Jordan Eleven, the Concords. You want the low? Just... But would you rather play in a low top, or you want to play golf in that high top? No, I want the lows. They 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 they, they make the lows, but yeah, they stay. Yeah. They stay at like 220, 225. And yeah, I'm not that good of a golfer to pay that much for shoes. Man, listen, I'm a natural athlete. I don't know what's gonna happen when I get back out there on the course. I haven't played golf in <laughs> since 2012, but it is what it is. I'm gonna go out there with my dad and my friends, and it's gonna be like, hey man, how many the rea- the reality is how many beers can I drink? Yeah. And when you what? tee off, and it's just going to be that, yay! <laughs> one of the look at the water the... walker. <laughs> 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 hey. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, he pulled it to the woods a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all the nicknames he has for the guys that come play with him just kill me every time. Yeah, he's great. I love it. So yeah, that's that's what golf's gonna be like for me. Uh, I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be really bad. I don't have a driver. I don't. I just have a three wood, a couple of uh, irons, and a putter, and a and a Dude. pitching wedge. Just hit it straight, man. That's all that matters. Keep it yeah. simple. Listen, I'm an athlete. Been an athlete my whole life. I get it done. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Shut up, Jim. Putting you on the spot here, last thing, and then we're Jesus Christ, Zach. We have to go to sleep. We gotta, I'm gonna get in trouble. Gotta, get in trouble. He has a baby. You have to understand this kind of shit. It's midnight, and my wife, I think, is upstairs. So yeah. Yeah, probably okay. file for a divorce because that's keyless for up here forever. All right. So who'd you your head coach at North Carolina? Who was it? John Bunning. What's your so we talked about speeches and head mm-hmm. coach? speak what was the the best memory you have of that oh man ah (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't there for the speech that was the most legendary so i'm not gonna say that one i'm gonna let i'll let somebody else say that one but I think the best speech that we had wasn't even from our coach it wasn't even from uh like an assistant coach. I think the best like speech moment we had was after practice. We had to take a knee and then um, the athletic director and the um, chancellor came down and then the whole team booed them. So, yeah, I think that was probably my best like speech moment. Perfect. All right. This is an all-time episode. Legendary. Yeah. Probably not probably the best episode we've ever had. Um shout out to Felder for joining. I I told him I was like, you can you can do the whole episode if you want. You, you can do 20 minutes, but this was just incredible. Um awesome. Thanks, man. This was this was a lot of fun. We'll uh we'll have you back on again. Like we'll 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 do more we'll do more deep dive dad talk, but um Shout out to Felder for joining. Real quick, plug plug everything you got because I know I know you 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 got you got lots of shit going on. But tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, um, I'm looking for a job because I'm unemployed, but I am doing a Substack. So subscribe to that. It's Felder.substack.com, and I'm doing um, every day now for Stadium. Uh, doing a show every day at one Eastern. Inside football, we talk NFL and college, so we knock all that stuff out. Uh, college football, uh, college sports now is getting ready to kick back off, so we're going to talk some college football, which is pretty cool, and uh, Bleach Report. And we just, I, listen, I got my hands on a lot of pies. I'm yeah, listen, man. Georgie, Georgie Porgy, baby. You you left out, you talking about hands. Oh, hand hand in the, yeah. Oh, and check out Hand in the Dirt. It's a gardening podcast about football. Yeah, it's <laughs> also a lifestyle podcast. Yeah, and really a lifestyle podcast. That's right. Um, Which the most re- the episode that you guys will probably hear most recently is either going to be the one with Holly Anderson and Ryan Nanny from the Shutdown Fullcast, or if you get to it a little bit late, it'll be an episode where. Well, yeah, 
Long time guest, or it'll be the episode where uh, we talk to Stephen Hartzell about having his toes out in in France. <laughs> yeah, it, well, now you can you and next time you see Ryan, y'all can y'all can uh, really hug it out because yeah, y'all are can. now y'all are now together honorary Rad Dads of the Rad Dad podcast. I love that and. Listen, you guys got to get Hartzell on here and listen. And just, I will say this: we 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 work it out because we want to make sure that the tomosexuals are um, <laughs> fulfilled with respect to the the beaches of Nice, France. And yeah. Hartzell gives us a full rundown on the upcoming episode. Dude, we we're gonna hit everything because you were on here. So Joe was just on Cloud Nine talking UNC football. Bang! But we get we get hearts on here talking about Grateful Dead. Yeah, Joe's gonna be just vibing. That'll be my yeah. next time in a movie theater. I'm going to see the they're playing uh, Chicago June June 21st, 1990. <laughs> they're playing it at the movie theaters around here uh, at the end of this Good month. So. Jesus, yeah, that's that's some real Hartzell shit. <laughs> and then and we i gotta get server i got I, I gotta get i got i, I talked to i talked to you felder i talked to hartzell I, I gotta figure out a way to get in there with with, with server so we, we i'll can get, get you in there music. don't worry about it i got you i got it, it look, under I, control i know he's a clemson guy but like we can we can find a way to connect i got you i want i want to i want to get him on we can talk about music for days yeah as um, long as you don't as long as you don't Make him mad. You'll be don't fine. Talk, don't talk about the red hot chip peppers and we're good. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Felder for coming on. This was this was awesome. Uh shout out to uh our sponsors, Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra, um, Banter. If you're if you're looking for a dating app, banter's in here, sugar loaf, uh lover boy. Lover boy, Bud Light, Felder's got Bud Light. We were sponsored by them as well. Um, this has been the Rad Dad Pod episode 26. This was uh, this was the doozy of all doozies. So uh, y'all be good, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. Yeah. yeah.